is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what's up? Hey, how's it going, man? It is going. Hopefully, you guys can hear me on this episode. I was informed recently that the last few episodes have been um, sort of low in volume. And I don't know. I guess I need to start listening to them right after I upload them. That's just like the fifth time. <laughs> that I'm going that I'm going through it so I'm usually like ah it's good I don't have to listen to it when it's it's on there and when I'm re- you know when I'm editing it it doesn't sound bad in my headphones and I like to record with my headphones on for that very fact but there's something going on with when it's uploaded so hopefully I got to figure it figured out by the time you listen to this if yeah. not they've got it on the max li- out your volume they've got them on the library setting Shh. Yeah, yeah. If not, just crank this bad boy all the way up to eleven and enjoy the episode. Um, last week we did have some technical difficulties, so you got a taste of the thick cut, which that should be on a shirt. But we are back with a regular episode. Hopefully, <laughs> nothing happens. Last week was all kinds of technical difficulties. At the beginning, I couldn't get right. My headphones die. My Bluetooth headphones died, and my plugged-in headphones, just one of them stopped working, and, and then Simon had some stuff on his end, so we were just like, eh, we're going to call it. We'll figure something else out. Yeah, so <clears throat> as you all know, we live in Texas, and it is over 100 degrees here on the reg uh, during the summertime, and my AC went out, <laughs> and I just got real pissed off. I was willing to I was willing to keep recording, but I know I would have sounded grumpy the entire time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I did too. I was like, no, this is not gonna be fun. So I was like a laugh at any of my jokes and I would just be awkwardly sitting there. So let's not do that. I it's been hot. It's been I mean, I know that's no surprise. It's summertime, but shit, man. I even went home this past weekend and I was visiting with my parents and their AC went out too. And I was like, I can't be here. I have to leave. Uh, I can't. I, it's good to talk to you guys, but I've, I just can't. I cannot physically be here. Just go sleep in my car while it's, while it's running yeah, so, all night. So I was just like, I went back to my hotel, cranked it down to like 45, probably broke their AC, and I just put put on my sweatshirt and went to sleep, man. Yeah, they came out, and it's always something simple. They were like, oh, it's your capacitor. They go out every two years or so. It's like, cool, man. How much is it? Two years right, right on the dot. Yeah. Uh, April, almost, since we've had that replaced. So, yeah, April. And uh, he was like, but it's overtime. So, you know, parts are covered. No big deal. That's warranty. It's a $20 part. So, thank God. <laughs> but uh, the service call itself was 180 to get this guy to go boop, 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 <laughs> plug in a new one. <laughs> capacitors can kill you you know they can shock you but yeah to just yeah. plug this bitch back in i was like dude every time i have someone come over to my house to do something like that like last year we had someone fix our ac um we've had people come out and fix plumbing in years past every time i'm like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna go back to like a trade school for a few months and learn how to do most of the shit like not go to trade school to be a professional you know, plumber or electrician or HVAC specialist, but like do enough of the program to where like I learn most of the stuff. And then like, yeah, I don't need the certificate or anything. Fuck it. I just wanted to learn how to do this stuff on my own. 
Yeah, which I guess I could just look it up on YouTube, but still, like you said, I'll probably get electrocuted more times than not. More time? Well, it only really takes once. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah. Oh well. You know. Well, good man. I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad your AC is working. Yeah, it's working. Good. What else is What else has been going on with you? I feel like we haven't talked. Uh, and I feel like I, I always say that. You do. But we, I mean, you say it a lot. Well, it we, just feels that way. We've been really busy lately, both of us. So um, we have not talked as much, but mm. not a lot, man. I'm uh, this. I was doing this event thing through work, so it was really stressful because for some reason, I guess either I look smart. My dad said it's because I can't hide in a room because I'm too big. Yeah. I have that problem. But people come and ask me questions constantly. They're like, what do you think we should do with this? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you think we should yeah. do with that? I'm like, my boss is coming over there asking me, what do you think we should do with it? I don't know. You're the boss. You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. It's one of those things you can only say, I don't know so many times to are like, then why do we have this guy here? Yeah. So you got to like, you got to switch it up. You got to answer every other question. <laughs> well, yeah. You have to be like, yeah, let's do this. And then the next time you're like, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. I, you got to, sp- you got to spread it out. I just started walking away. Uh, they'd ask a question to the room, you know, and I would just exit. <laughs> like, nah, not me. Not it. Essentially not it. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, I mean, now that that's over with, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good for the most part. Let's talk, let's talk about those gas prices, man. (laughs) That wasn't a serious segue, but I've been driving a lot around Texas and, uh, holy smokes. Good thing I don't pay for my gas. I would, I don't know, get a bicycle or something. Just steal it? What do you mean? You know (laughs) No, I've like <laughs> through. We have a company car, so when I'm, I'm if I'm going uh, for that, those reasons, it. I use that, and which I also use it. None of them listen, so I can just say I use it all the time. I just give random hobos gas and things like that, buy sandwiches at the gas station. My company car's maxed out. Like, what's Lex doing, man? <laughs> Ten thousand dollars on the last week. Whatever. Who cares, man? It's all it's all tax fraud, anyways, and. That's all. That's all. That's been going on with me as well. Just working on going to jail. Yeah. Well, you know, are we all right? Let's get into the trending topics section of the podcast. I mean, we did do it last week, so it's not like it wasn't a new episode. It was. It was like new episode light, like the volume. Yeah. New episode light. <laughs> not as good as the original, but yeah, yeah. It's like crystal pool list. It's a crystal Pepsi reference. I don't know how old our listener demographic is. And speaking of our listener demographic, I think this came out. This news came out last week. I just didn't. We just didn't talk about it. Or maybe it was a day after we recorded. But Lady Gaga is in talks to play Harley Quinn in Joker Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Right, I was not excited about Joker at all, the sequel, but now I'm extremely excited. Not because of Lady Gaga specifically, but because they said that the sequel will be a musical. I'm more that interested just, in that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm extremely interested in it. Like, I had zero interest. I wouldn't say extremely interested. I'm, I'm interested in it. And even though it's like a complete... I mean, it's not even really a complete departure from the first one. The first one, music was a big part of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is great. I don't know about Gaga playing Harley Quinn. Eh. 
Well, I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, I I think she's she's a pretty good actress. I gotta say, uh, <clears throat> and I think that her age will match up well with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. She's not super yeah. young. Did you see so. that? Did you see that House of Gucci movie? No. Mm. There's a scene in there that I think they should recreate for Joker Two with Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm just kidding. If anyone's seen it, they know what I'm talking about. And speaking of, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Warner Brothers, they, they've they made this early decision very early on in this whole debacle. Yesterday I announced that they have decided Ezra Miller will not be part of any future DC projects after the Flash movie. Really? Well, good for them. Good for them, man. They're really getting ahead of this whole Ezra Miller thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten to the point where it was it was almost like frightening that they have they didn't make any comment about it at all. Right. Yeah. And they have <laughs> all these things, you know, the Amber Heard stuff, everybody's just like on her ass, which I, I'm not taking a side in that. I'm just saying everybody's hyper focused on Amber Heard. Meanwhile, Ezra Miller has just been racking up this crime spree yeah. over the past year and a half. Now it's like allegations of grooming this 12 year old and just kidnapping people and all this other crazy things that nothing is going to happen to him. He's just going to go to rehab and, and he'll be fine. He'll be in movies next year. I don't know. I hope something happens. To him. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but D- Warner brothers, they finally said, that's it. We draw the line at grooming. The rest of the stuff is kind of cool. <laughs> it's like but, the grooming thing. <laughs> We can't have yeah. people putting a spotlight on the rest of us that are doing that. Yeah, yeah. We told you to watch yourself, man. Uh, it was funny because DC they do the they drop solic- solicitations every month, which are just like oh, a yeah. list of the comic books that are coming out. You know, further down the line, three months or whatever. And there is a tie-in Flash comic book, and one of the variant covers had Ezra Miller like naked <laughs> pulling up his Flash suit. And everyone's like, hey, man, maybe don't put that one out. Yeah, that one's bad, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, maybe maybe pull that one from the solicitation, buddy. Why is he naked? Uh, That's my thing. It's like, yeah, even without the like allegations and stuff, it still would be weird. I never, Now yeah. we know that the Flash is completely naked under his suit always, which I guess makes sense because it's like a spandex suit. It's not like he has a t-shirt on under it. <laughs> At least underwear or something. Speed maybe, up. yeah, jockstrap at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would imagine that I would want to wear a cup if I was completely naked yeah. fighting crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm so fast, people can't hit me in my dick. That's what he said. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Flash's new tagline. Uh, I don't know, man. I would be. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the Flash, the Flash, the Flash movie. Uh, it's like it sucks because all the other people are connected to it. Not even the actors. I really don't give a shit about the actors. I'm sure they're going to get paid either way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I know everybody will probably get paid either way, but all the people that work on like the production crew and and all those different staff members that have worked on this movie for years, it's just like one guy is a complete terrible person, and now it just like sort of tarnishes this whole movie. Right. Well, and it was supposed to be Michael Keaton's big thing again. Yeah. 
Batman was coming back. They had uh, Supergirl or Superwoman in it, and it was it looked interesting. I would I don't know if I'm going to say it looked good. It definitely looked interesting. I'm not. I don't know. I probably won't see it. I didn't care about it before, and now it would just feel weird going to the theater and be like, "Yeah, Ezra Miller. I wonder what he's doing now." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. He's out for blood. Speaking of, speaking of, something. Well, this is something I thought was cool. Chris Evans has been doing his press tour for Lightyear, which I didn't see yet. Um, we'll talk about that in a second because I, I think you saw it, right? Yeah. Chris Evans said that he would love to return as the Human Torch in a multiverse situation. He said that that would be an easier sell to him rather than him coming back as Captain America because he really does, you know, like the direction they're going with Sam Wilson. And he also did that shit for a really long time and they had his send off. So why would you bring him back? Uh, I think it would be funny to have him come back as a human torch. I think that even if it was just a short thing, I think it would be hilarious. Yeah. What do you think about Chris Evans coming back as a human torch? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I hated him as human torch to begin with. <laughs> so I don't know if yeah. I really want to see him reprise that role. Also, like you said, you know, I don't know. It may have been cool if he was still Captain America, but at this time. Yeah, maybe it'd be a cool situation if he, like, Human Torch ran into Bucky and Captain America Sam Wilson. And then they were like, hey, you're obviously Steve Rogers. And, you know, like a situation, he's like, no, the fuck I'm not. We don't even have Steve Rogers on my planet. Yeah. That would be funny. He'd also have to lose uh, a bunch of muscle mass. <laughs> yeah, he was super skinny back then. Yeah, he was skinny. I, you know, I've, I've recently found out that people hate those movies, and I love those movies. Um, I'm not saying that they're good because I do really enjoy them to tagline. Yeah, because I, yeah, because <laughs> I'm known for liking terrible things, uh, but um, yeah, I love those movies. They're corny. And I think fantastic four in itself is corny. So it works for me. That's the thing. Yeah. They match up because the property is corny period. Yeah. Like that was the thing about John Krasinski <gasps> playing, uh, uh almost said Lou Reed. Reed Richards. <laughs> playing Lou Reed. <laughs> uh playing I'd watch that. Because you know, I think he did fine in the part and like he had this like innocence about him the way he talked, I guess, even though he ordered Black Bolt to kill. Um but I can't take that seriously. Like I can't take Fantastic mm-hmm. Four seriously like that. So Yeah. I don't know. Me either. I'm interested to see how they do and I don't know. Speaking of something that is, I don't know. I could take this series. My segues are terrible today, guys. I, did, I didn't plan these. <laughs> we didn't talk about it, but they announced that the spot is going to be the main villain or like main villain adjacent and uh, across the Spider Verse, which is a really cool character, kind of obscure. I totally forgot that he was in the animated series back in the day in a few episodes. Really? I don't. Remember. Yeah. Yeah, he was working for Wilson Fisk. I totally forgot about that. I was introduced to him a few years ago during this um, Spider-Man 24-7 era where he was like, I'm not going to be Peter Parker anymore. I'm just going to always be Spider-Man. And I thought he was a great villain because, you know, he can make the the little portals or whatever, like cartoon holes. (laughs) And then 
yeah, teleport through them. And it would be like Spider-Man would punch one of the holes and then he would end up punching himself in the face. It's stupid stuff, but I think it's it's so great. And I, I think it'll be a great villain for this. Um, yeah. The co-director said, without an awesome villain, you really don't have a strong story for your main character. Uh, I don't, it says his journey wonderfully compliments Miles. I don't know about that. I thought it was just sort of like a, like Green Goblin in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Like he was in it, but he didn't really even talk or do anything important. That Green Goblin's cool. But he looks cool, but he's like, yeah, he wasn't really. Norman's usually known for his intellect, but this was like a Hulk goblin. Yeah, it was weird. It was kind of like the the ultimate goblin plus um, regular green goblin. Yeah, but the spot. Yeah, I I think I saw him. I read about him and he might have been that gauntlet. I think that's the first time I saw Mm. him was when he in that gauntlet series, I think. Yeah. Um, but I always, I thought he was a pretty interesting villain for the same reason, like the way his powers work. Yeah. Stupid, like old cartoon villain, uh, but a good villain to fight against Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man shoots his webs into one of the spots and he ends up just webbing himself in the face. Great villain for Spider-Man. I'm interested to see how he is in this movie. I I don't give a shit about this, any news from this movie. I'm going to see this movie no matter what. Unless they're yeah, like, Ezra they're Miller is playing the spot. <laughs> yeah, Ezra Miller is replacing the guy that plays Miles as Miles. Oof. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, this, it's speaking just on the vein of like random things, there was this comic book that came out this past week called What If... It's like a What If series they're doing right now. And it's What If Miles Morales. It's five issues. And essentially, I wasn't even feeling the premise. I think it's they're just like whoring Miles Morales out now. Yeah. Uh, but the first one is like, what if Miles Morales was Wolverine? The second one was, what if he was Hulk, Captain America? What if he's Hulk? And this one, this came out last week, was uh, what if Miles Morales was Thor? And it's become sort of this hot topic online because it's it's bad, man. It's written in like uh, 90s hip-hop movie Oof. lingo. Oof. Like it starts out, it's opening, like his narration is like Lin-Manuel Miranda writes the just a super black, like how he would imagine black people talk. And the way I explained it to people is like, uh, the guy that wrote this has never talked to a black person. Yeah. He's only watched movie, hip hop movies. Sit your five dollar ass down. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like quoting old rap lyrics and he says... You know, by Odin's fade in there. Odin's wearing Tim's. Um, it's just like a, a crazy stereotypical book. What are they? Are they and doing this for attention? Between that know. and the Flash thing, like, what is this? Uh, there was another I thing know. that I know. This is a completely random thing, but I'll tell you, <clears throat> it's another equally offensive thing. So the company that makes Halo, three four three Industries put out a Juneteenth armor that you get. I don't know. Anyway, so it's a Juneteenth armor. They that's a, definitely interesting. That's enough. To start it off. No, that's enough. Yeah. But they named it Bonobo, which is a, a monkey. <laughs> Why would they do that? Why? That seems that seems deliberate. Yeah, somebody in that chain should have been like, listen, yeah. y'all may not hey Y'all are colorblind, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, maybe no. 
on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's my thing about this book is that the the writer is um, Latino and Jewish, which I don't have a problem with. Like, I'm not the type of person that says only white people should write white people and only black people should write. But I don't. I think if the story is good, if you're a good storyteller, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But I do think that there is this. At some point, it should have been like, all right, I, I wrote this. This is, you know, you pass it to the next person, you pass it to your editor. And at some point, there should have been someone that was like, no, man, this this isn't good. <laughs> this is not this is not it. Instead of like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, the, the youth, they're going to love this. The youth. It's it's like, no, it's not. It's not good. It's terrible. <laughs> they should always. And I mean, it should be one of those things where you should have somebody on staff that that's their whole job. One black guy. I'm the token. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> he's got, he's got, you got to have one of them, man. Well, you know what I mean. I mean <laughs> I'm, no, I'm saying at least, at least you have to have one. Because at this point, I couldn't imagine this going by, uh, yeah, I would say black. And I don't make, mean to make it a black and white thing, but I'm saying because he's Afro-Latino. Yeah. But I don't see it going past a black person. Just Let's just say me. If I read that, and I was going to pass it off to the editor, I'd be like, no, man, this is not, this isn't it. This is not good. Yeah. Please, please erase this all. Because it's a cool <laughs> concept, I guess. But like Asgard was, was Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, had graffiti all on the walls and like trash everywhere. And everybody was talking and, and, and I'm okay with slang or AAVE, whatever you want to call it. But it was like straight up, he was quoting 90s rap <laughs> lyrics like as it, that's just how he talked mm-hmm. and um it was absolutely terrible man also that that series doesn't make a lot of sense. thor makes sense hulk makes sense what'd you yeah. say the other one was wolverine and captain america wolverine makes i didn't read the that makes, i didn't read the real wolverine that one. makes no sense why would he be wolverine read, wolverine is wolverine because he has healing powers <laughs> yeah i read the cat one i, I skim through it i just i wasn't interested in this series because it was like and the same thing is like wolverine is wolverine and um, it sort of discredits miles as spider-man because you're making him this template character that can be anybody right you know it was this big deal that he is spider-man just as you know as much as peter parker is but now you're like no he's actually just kind of this template character in the marvel universe that we can use for anybody because he's like black captain america he's black oh he's just like this template black character that we shift around yeah uh, so i just i just think they missed the mark completely with this entire series yikes yeah yeah it's terrible speaking of something that's actually not terrible marvel studios is developing wonder man a disney plus series with uh the shang chi director destin daniel Cretton. now i'm interested and Cretan, <laughs> my bad. Quoting, uh, I'm interested. Monsters Inc. I'm, in, I'm interested to see how they do this. Wonder Man is uh, that one dude, right? Nathan Fillion yeah. is what they had. They had him like in Guardians of the Galaxy. They had a bunch of posters with him on it. Yeah. Um. So they would have to. I mean, surely they don't have to do it, but I would hope they would do it. Uh, yeah. Unless they. He's a little old. He's a little old. Ah. He's a little. He's a little yeah, I mean, because he's going to be to he's a love interest of Wanda a little bit. I don't know if they're how far they're going to go with that. Nah, I mean it's Hollywood. He could be ninety and he could still date a young woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, His wife is actually only eighteen, so 
Yikes. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Nathan Villian. Your wife is probably a normal age. <laughs> and if not, it's none of my business. <laughs> Yikes. So so uh I want to discuss something with you. I talked to Nicole about this, but mm-hmm. so in I'm not gonna spoil anything. In Lightyear, the beginning in print, it's not a spoiler. Like I said, basically it says Andy had a toy, Buzz Lightyear, from he saw a movie called Lightyear. Yeah. And then So this is the movie Andy saw yeah. to get his toys. That's what I assumed the movie was supposed to be. Right. But so I have a theory though, because like throughout the movie there's some things, but it's like a modern Pixar movie. There's like some more I wouldn't say adult themes. I don't, it's hard to say. Not adult more themes. More modern themes? Well, there are some complex plot things that a kid wouldn't yeah. get. A kid that's 10 years old wouldn't get, right? Especially in the 90s. <laughs> this is like 90s when it was supposed to come out. Right. So, And then I thought about the design changes. Like his Buzz Lightyear, the toy, looks way different than Buzz does in the movie. Like Buzz looks like mostly human, big head, big chin, but yeah. mostly human. Right, big yeah. He just, he's not like top heavy and weird looking, <clears throat> maybe a little. Anyway, so my thought is, and maybe once you see it, if you have seen it, those listening, maybe this will make sense. But my theory is that it's kind of like the Toxic Avenger, obviously not as adult in oriented, but the Toxic Avenger, the movie came out. No kids should be watching that movie, but I'm sure some did. Just like no, yeah. when I watched Terminator, right, when I was a kid. But they made toys for Terminator for kids who shouldn't be watching that movie. Yeah. But I yeah, when I saw Toxic Avenger, I was a kid. Yeah, and I shouldn't have, but it was I was definitely a kid when when I watched it. Okay, so in in the vein of Toxic Avenger, so they had Toxic Avenger the movie. Maybe he saw that, but the toys for Toxic Avenger look different. Why? Because they were based on the '90s cartoon. Yeah, that they made from Toxic Avenger. So, in my mind, this is a really stupid theory. I'm just kind of spewing out <laughs> thoughts that are coming to me but i think his toys come from like whatever saturday morning cartoon is based on lightyear and that's why they look so different yeah buzz lightyear star command that was a cartoon that came on abc yeah and that was the design is closer to the toys yeah because zerg it you know looks completely different i'm and that's yeah. not a spoiler because there's a fucking toy it's on the shelf sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, Zerg looks like very mechanical and stuff in this. But you know, if you look at what came out with the Toy Story movies, it's mm-hmm. very like he looks like a cartoon. So anyway, that's it. Stream of consciousness. <laughs> yeah, and then Woody's in it too. So that's that was weird that that happened. Oh, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and light here. Yeah, he's just. I was trying to. I was trying to get. I was trying to fish you. <laughs> to spoil something yeah he's in there of course <laughs> the cat is the best part of that movie what did you think about the movie did you like it i mean mm. uh, i'm going to see it next week yes. or, or this coming up week probably thursday yes definitely it is it is worth a watch really really good yeah uh, unless you there's <laughs> there's those people out there that immediately are like i'm not watching that movie it's crazy how many people are like Pixar ruining another classic. I'm like, it's not what you think. Like, you're just <laughs> yeah, jumping to headlines. Weird. What is this? Yeah, hot takes. Some someone's like, just fair warning before, just before you take your kids to see it, 
there's gay stuff in it. Yeah, you know, you want <laughs> like what? What? How gay? It, there is an androgynous woman married to one of the main characters. That's as gay as it gets. Yeah. But I'm saying, yeah. pretty androgynous. So, yeah, if you're so afraid of that. You could just tell your kids that that's a dude. <laughs> yeah. Or how, don't ever take your kids outside because it might happen. Yeah. There's <laughs> like, gay shit everywhere. My dog humps the yeah. male dogs all the time. You know? Yeah, it happens all the, the time. Hell? It's so weird, man. People are so weird. They're so sensitive. How fragile can yeah. you be that that's going to, you're worried that's going to destroy your whole, your child's outlook on life? Like, they don't care. Your kid doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. And most of those people are the same people that say, like, oh, those leftist crybabies are so sensitive. And oh, it's like, dude. what? What are you talking dude, This yeah. is not one of those podcasts, but it's just funny to that this Pixar, these Pixar movies, it's not even this one. It's in Disney movies like Luca and all those other movies just like completely ruin these grown ass adults just <laughs> lives. <laughs> I, do think it, I saw a thing on TikTok. There was a Cartoon Network thing for Pride and it had Marcy and Princess Bubblegum. Mm, nice and their whole thing is it's just their voiceover not really animated but it's just their voiceover it's like hey man love is love do whatever you want to do and somebody's like do whatever you want to do seriously yes. cartoon network <laughs> are you telling people that they don't have to listen to their parents it's like you fucking idiot you're missing the whole <laughs> yeah. point <laughs> yeah. yeah i love how gay uh, cartoon network shows are like those are my favorite shows <laughs> it really it's no, weird I, like, I just it's, like the way you said that i love how gay they are <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i do uh and sometimes i feel like i say things like that and it doesn't come off right i guess like some people don't know me as well as i think like everybody everybody knows me everybody knows Same. how cool i am Same, man. uh there was a few weeks ago i said something on on twitter that someone someone had commented like something about the gay agenda oh yeah it was like tim drake is in love with or tim drake will always be with the character spoiler. It doesn't matter. The gay agenda will never change my mind. The gay agenda loses. Mm. And it was like, well, Tim Drake's bisexual. So even if the gay agenda lost, the bisexual agenda took the W. <laughs> and I don't know if that came off as me like agreeing with like the agenda thing. I was oh. like, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Uh, because he's bisexual. So you're dumb. But I feel like some people were like, hmm. I don't know that guy very well. Maybe he's he's against bisexual people. No, we're we're o- no. we're open minded here at the Wednesday Pool is, uh, yeah, and that we really just don't care. Do your thing, do your thing. No, yeah, I could care less. Don't, man. don't fuck animals or kids. Love. Do your thing. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do those things. Other than that, do whatever your thing is. Yeah, if you want to have sex Keep with your car, you can do that thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not equating yeah. those. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> Some people like the Cars movies, man. <laughs> those cars, those cars are sexy. Uh, what, what's going on with you, man? Any toy news? Any new figures or anything you got going on? That was a lot. I finally got my uh, Halo Reach George in. I thought you were going to say I finally got my Halo Juneteenth figure in. <laughs> yeah. now, that we, now that I broke the ice on that. <laughs> yeah, it's got this. It's painted uh, green, black, and red, and it's just Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> I got to see this thing. No. Uh, it's really that's what's funny about that skin is it really doesn't. I don't know why you why in the fuck. Anyway, uh, I got my Halo Reach George in finally. I was out 
it was like I wanted to find it in a store. So I'd go out looking for it, looking for it, looking for it. Nowhere around here was carrying that wave yet because the, all, all the stores have like an auto ordering system. So if they don't sell everything, they're not going to order a new case. So they yeah. have all the old wave that nobody wants because everybody has it already. So it's staying on the shelf. So I eventually ordered it online. I'm like, sweet, it'll be here in a couple of days. Finally. It's one of those things where I feel like once I get this team, I can stop collecting those figures because I only yeah. need one Master Chief. I don't need one for every... Anyway. Uh, and I get it in the mail. I open that bitch up and it was like the wrong figure. <laughs> so I was like, hey, yeah. The chase continues. Yeah, so I, I emailed GameStop and they were like, oh, you can keep it. We'll send the other one. So I got an extra figure that I didn't really want, but it's fine. Um, and... Well, that's just good business, man. Well, they were like, it would cost more for us to process the return and all this shit. So it's yeah. only $20. Keep it. Um, and they were like, we heard you have a podcast. We need you to really uh, help us out with this whole Juneteenth thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, the guys at Halo are really sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, I got that Savage Dragon figure for you for my buddy. So next time you're in town, Hell yeah. I'm, I'm tempted to open it, but I won't. Open it. Nah. No, open it. Nah. Snap some photos. I was going to open it. It's going to go on my my thing. I because, and It's because I looked at, I zoomed in on the, the packaging isn't pristine. Oh, so no, it's, like, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, so oh, bust it open. Yeah, that's one, that's one of the ones I'm going to have open. And, and, uh, it actually, okay, well, if you don't mind, it actually, what's nice no. about those packages is that it's got, it's got a card, but what happened is the tape had come loose, but it's one of those where it's not glued in the back. So you can like oh, take yeah, the inside great. out and put it back into the card. So, yeah. So just do that. I wasn't really worried, but I was going to bust it open and, uh, they keep it on my desk. I'm going to try to decorate my space a little bit better. Cool, man. All right. Well, if you don't order, I've been, I've been looking at those old, this is talk that we usually have off air, <laughs> but I'm going to order, you know, those, those old thick Ninja turtle, like those tall ones. I came out back in the day. They were like Ninja Turtle figures, but they were—they're uh, just like giant action figures. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. With the they had um, the, the five points of articulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found a Donatello for like eight bucks the other day, and I was like, "Nice, I'm getting that." Dude, so you can spend you a hundred and get like a NECA the new one, a <laughs> yeah, NECA okay. real one, man. That one does look cool, though. They look good. I'm tempted. I'm on a Ninja Turtle kick right now. I don't need a one fourth scale, but I've, I'm tempted. Yeah, it looks cool. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, let's talk about this. We always skip on things that we've played game-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've been so excited for this game. A while ago, we did a review on like our top games, and Ninja Turtles um, 4, Turtles in Time, is my favorite game of all time. And all I've wanted was just them to make a new version of that, like a new side-scroller Ninja Turtles game, and they did. It's called Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It came out this past week, mm-hmm. and um, I got it on PlayStation. I also did, yeah. Hell yeah. What do you think about it so far, man? It is just as amazing and frustrating as I remember all of the side-scroller <laughs> ones being. Like, we, yeah. me and Nicole have been playing it, and I love, one, I love the length. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. it's short levels, but a long game so far. See, I... I've been playing it slow because I didn't, I don't know how long it is. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to try to go through these levels multiple times and try to get all the, the challenges. Yeah. Wow. Some slowly. So those, there's a challenge <laughs> to not get hit. And that's, so that's my frustration. 
I was playing as yeah. Raphael today, and Nicole was playing as April O'Neil, and I like the charging enemies. I don't like that they're not phased when you hit them while they're charging, and they yeah, come out of you nowhere. Can't grab them. Yeah, and they come out of nowhere, and they'll just pop you. There's one level with the the uh, Triceratops aliens or whatever. Mm. It's fucking ridiculous, man. I'm not there yet. It's I'm not there. It's just a little frustrating. But uh, I fought. I just fought the uh, no, not the Rat King. I fought that gopher dude just the other day that goes in the ground. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I've been slow rolling this game because I love it so much. That's the, the spoiler where I was getting at. It looks great. It plays really smooth. Yeah. It's not it's not super complicated. They didn't try to make it like an RPG. They didn't try to add all these extra elements right. into it. It legitimately is an updated like Ninja Turtles 5. It's a, mm-hmm. it's in the same vein as all those other games. Yeah, and um, it's everything that I, I hoped for. I think part of the company, and I, I don't know if this is true. So y'all check check us on it, and then yell at us on Twitter. But I think that it part some of the people that made Scott Pilgrim also made this one. Um, I can see that it feels that way. <clears throat> yeah, it's really fantastic. I played online with five other people today just randomly holy shit uh-huh. chaos <laughs> yeah me and my son have been playing it and even with him you know because he he i guess I, I would imagine it was like when i played it back in the day he's just kind of button mashing going through it not really dodging or blocking or not or not dodging or anything like that yeah and it, it can get kind of chaotic and so i couldn't imagine playing with five other people <laughs> which i'm excited to play with you guys it's insane uh also so I was playing with Raphael, and I remembered why I never played with Raphael. Because there'd be times where I'm like going in, and I like I do a lot of sprinting. I sprint across yeah. the screen, which is stupid because people come in from off screen, and they jump, yeah they jump from up above and stuff. But I'm like running, and I do a slide like to hit them, and my side is like a micro yeah. pixel away from hitting them, and then I just get like <laughs> sucker punch. Bullshit. That's why I never liked Raphael either. I've Obviously, it's no 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 surprise I play with Donatello. He is the best in that game um, yeah. so far. I like Mikey's pretty good too. I played with Mikey earlier. Leonardo's pretty today. good. I feel like Raphael got yeah. the short end of the stick. I haven't played. Uh, I haven't played with uh, Leonardo. I think he's the only one I haven't played with yet. April's Splinter's good pretty good. Yeah, yeah. April's good. Splinter's good. Casey Jones. I don't know when you get him, but I, think, I haven't played yeah. with him yet. I have. I haven't either. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good game. So if y'all don't have it yet, like if you have PlayStation Plus, it was what it came out to like twenty four dollars or something. Yeah, it was super cheap. I thought it was gonna be like forty, fifty bucks, like a regular game. I would have paid it. I was ready to. Yeah, the limited run games is doing the physical version. I think that's gonna be forty bucks. Mm. But the digital, I'll probably, I'll probably get that on Switch. Yeah, I just maybe as I just hope that whatever the case is, this stays. Like, I don't want anybody losing the license. That's what happened with the Turtles of Time reshelled, which I liked. A lot of people didn't like yeah. that. I liked it. It was just it's, it's the same game, just... Yeah, reshelled. Updated. <laughs> reshelled. <laughs> and I still have it on my PlayStation, but you can't get it anymore. Like, Ubisoft is the one that made it. and they. So you still ha- you have it in your library, so you can re-download it, right? On the PS3, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks, man. It, lots of games are like that, and I, I really hate it. There's uh, that Transformers game that I've always wanted to play. The cel-shaded one? Uh, the cel-shaded one. You can't get that online. I know there's a physical copy of it, though, right? Mm-hmm. I think. You can't download that. There was a time that they had the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. 
they took it off the PlayStation Store, and then they had like a six week window where they added it back. Yeah. And I bought the second one. I thought I bought the combo pack, but I bought the second one. And when I went to read to download the first one, it was like, "No, nah, dog, you didn't buy it." Mm. So now I just have the one that I don't even really like. You said <laughs> Ultimate Alliance. Really like. Is that what you Ultimate said? Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've got the second one. Yeah, I just got the second one. So um, that sucks that those licenses go away, man. And that, I mean, it's also why we haven't been able to get updated versions of all the old Ninja Turtle games either, right. even though they are making one now with the, like the Ultimate Edition that comes out later this year. Oh, dude, I'm gonna blow my load when I get another, that. yeah, another another game that I'm gonna instantly buy. That could be like any set price in you know right. realistic price, and I would buy it. Uh, you sent me the the limited or the collector's edition of the shredder's revenge one and i was like damn dog <laughs> yeah it's i might have to get that <laughs> yeah two hundred dollars but and it's it's ridiculous there's so much shit you don't need but it's like a pin set yeah. of all the turtles a mini arcade that just plays the intro video uh shredder a playmates shredder toy there's some other stuff yeah. in there too and it's so much again that you do not need but yeah. i kind of need it a little bit yeah, I kind of need. It. I'm probably gonna get it. For that's probably what I'll do for the Switch because I wanted it on. I wanted it originally on Switch. I don't know. I just bought it. My son pretty much rules the Switch now. It's like his console, which is fine. Everybody has their first console. Yeah. And um, and I don't have a lot on the PlayStation right now, so I figured I'd download that. Even though I have PlayStation Premium, signed up for that. Yeah, we didn't man. talk about that. That Big that money. that came out. <laughs> That came out last week. It was only forty up forty dollars to upgrade. Only. Oh, future Lex, future Lex will worry about the hundred and twenty <laughs> <laughs> that, that comes out. Um, but I will tell you, for, if you're at home and you're thinking about upgrading, uh, it's not really <laughs> worth it. Yeah, I went through and I and I was gonna look. I was looking. I was like, yeah, I get to download all these games. Hell yeah! But then I was like, I don't really want to play any of these games. That's what <laughs> like any any of them. Honestly, I've thought about completely doing away with PlayStation Plus because there's so many games that every month I add them to my library. You know how many I've downloaded and actually played? Same. I tried to download... Well, I downloaded a few of them just just because of, like, for the purpose of making it worth it. Mm -hmm. The way that I rationalized getting this was that for the past couple of months, I'd been talking about getting... Ghost of Tsushima for PlayStation Five. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it. I want to play it again. Yeah. And um, because I originally had just had it rented it through GameFly. I never even owned the one on PS4. And that's like seventy bucks. Yeah. So it was like, I'll just get this for fucking forty bucks, and I get that game. Uh, and again, if future Lux will have to worry about. It's a good value if like for that reason. You know, if there's like yeah. if you haven't played God of War, you haven't played horizon zero dawn ghost of tsushima like all those if you haven't played those games yeah. it's really good value but if you've already picked them up then it's like well you know i could grab these classics play you know like like i was telling you get jack and dexter i want to know how it plays you know because it plays fine it, it, again not any better than i would than i remember <laughs> right well for me it'd be like ratchet and clank but you know if they put the new Ratchet yeah. and Clank on there, I might, I would get it. I don't want to yeah, play the I don't old know if ones. It's on there. I know they would just piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't downloaded any of those. I did download Jack, uh, Jack and Dexter three. Uh, emo. 
because I want because I wanted to play that one because I like when he turns evil. Yeah, when he's sad boy. I can't believe they have remade that. We're rambling, guys. That's all we have for tra- <laughs> trending topic. We're gonna take a second to listen to that, so we'll be right back. Okay, everybody, it's Michael E. Cullen II. And I'm Sesame Encarta from the All Too Real 2 podcast. We're passionate about movies, TV, and pretty much all things pop culture. Dive into the chaos of failed sitcoms, direct-to-video sequels, and the quirky realms of cinema and TV. Join us every Thursday for your dose of All Too Real 2 entertainment. We'll guide you through debates like whether Howard the Duck qualifies as a superhero. Ponder if Larry the Cable Guy could be the new rock or Schwarzenegger. Discover if some shows and movies should have stayed in the cutting room. Ever heard of a sitcom featuring that dictator with the funny mustache? Well, we watched it. We're dedicated to unraveling the peculiarities of pop culture, sometimes with awesome guests. So, if you're into the eccentric world of pop culture, listen and subscribe to All Too Real 2. Available wherever you find podcasts and on Age of Radio. Welcome back, guys, and thank you for listening to those ads. This is the section of the podcast where we review a trade. If you've gotten to this point of the podcast and you don't know what you're doing here, this is a podcast where we review comic book trades. Also, if you need Shocker. us to send out a silver alert uh, to help you find your way home. <laughs> yeah, if you're lost, we can do that for you. Yeah. And so we, we give our opinion on comic book trades uh, essentially they're for people that are like me i've gotten to this I, I was i fell into the trap of buying issues weekly i used to not be that kind of collector i used to collect old books and spend most of my money on older issues and then i would trade weight and that's kind of where the the whole podcast came from is because i was trade waiting and then i would want to talk about the trades once i read them and so I, i've gotten back to that collecting i do collect a, a, some new issues weekly uh, but I'm focusing more on the classic books in my collection and trade waiting for the podcast because we've gotten this far and I'm like, now I just do that for the show. If I read a, the first issue of something, I'm like, oh, this will be good to read with Simon. And then I just don't buy it anymore <laughs> until the trade comes out. So I was like, let me just do that with all of the books. It saves me a, a buttload of money every week. When do books become classics for you? Um. When the pages, it's like a page smell thing for me. You know the old, yeah, oh the yeah. old comic book that that real paper smell. Yeah, for sure. Those are classics yeah, for me. The new sprints. And yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's not a time thing it's, or like a date thing with me. It's that crispy, like you know that that old paper had that tint too. It had like that weird before it was light brown tint. Yeah, well, yeah, like newsprint before it was like yeah. gloss text, which is what they call this magazine. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what I mean. I mean, old, crusty, dusty, smelly books. That's what I'm collecting. Are you writing <laughs> a children's nowadays. book? I like the old, yeah, crusty, dusty, smelly <laughs> books. That's actually my my first children's book that that's coming out. So. When comic books stink, <laughs> by like If you don't know, uh, here at the Wednesday Pool List, we call our we call them trade reviews, and you can call them that too. You can. I missed that segue at the very beginning of that, yeah. so I tried to yeah. I tried to I tried to salvage it. I'm sorry. This week we are reading Avengers Forever, written by Jason Aaron, art by Aaron Cooter. That's a cool name. 
<laughs> Cooter. The cover is, <laughs> is also by Aaron Cooter. And just off the back, I want to say that I love, and not even MCU stuff. All the time, people just automatically go to the cinematic universe. But I love comic book else worlds and different versions of characters and multiverse and things like that. Like what ifs and else worlds for DC when I was growing up were my favorite things. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw this cover, I'm like, whoa, I don't even know what this book is about, but I'm in. Yeah. It looks amazing. You have all these characters. Some of them, you know, you recognize and some of them you don't. And I, I'm speaking me. Some of them I recognize, some of them I don't, but it just looks great. I love <clears throat> I love Cooter's art style. <laughs> great. Yeah, me too. And that's another huge plus. I, I I've always been a fan of his. And um there was a point in this book where it switches to a different artist and I was r- extremely let down. Yeah. It reminds me of and I'm not I can't remember his last name. I remember his first name. Uh Jeff. Can't remember. He did Big Guy and Rusty. He did like Shaolin Cowboy or whatever. Mm. Uh, it reminds me a lot of that art stuff. Ooh. Oh my god! Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, damn, you put me on. The, I would have known if you would have told me thirty minutes ago. And I could have googled it. Just thought about it just now. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody else can. Yeah, it does. It. it does remind me of that art style too. Yeah. Uh, All of his characters look great. There's very. We'll talk about art in a little bit, and as we go, but I'm going to start off. Avengers Forever, issue number one. Yeah. It's an all-new series starring the Avengers of the Multiverse. On a quest for cosmic vengeance, Ghost Rider finds himself roaring through the wasteland on a ruined Earth, where the great age of heroes never came to be, where hope is a four-letter word. I did appreciate that. It is, yeah. And where, <laughs> and where his only ally in this coming battle with the greatest villains of any universe that any has ever seen is the world's most wanted archaeologist, Tony Stark, the invincible Ant-Man. Spinning out of the cataclysmic Avengers 750 and operating in lockstep with the Prime Avengers series, the next great Avengers saga begins here, as the mightiest heroes of every Earth begin to assemble. Now, that's a that's a big ticket. They're promising a lot of stuff. Yeah, half that didn't mean anything to me, but... It didn't mean anything to me either. Well, I mean, okay, yes. So we get the Masters of Evil, which are the you know the villains, which you get a little taste of, of those characters, some of them. Mm-hmm. They pop up in Avengers 750. They fight the main Avengers. And that's where this Robbie Reyes is from the main universe. Right. And he chases them out of the 616, essentially. And that, that's what he's on, the quest to stop them. Is um, is this Deathlock the main six one six Deathlock as well? Yeah, but that's a, a tricky thing because that Deathlock is from the future, and there's like multiple Deathlocks, so it's that's like a weird thing. It's a character I don't know much about. Yeah, because they do. It's changed. They do. It changes so much that I don't really know either anymore. Yeah, they do bring it up that he's like multiple. There are multiples. Yeah, they're like um like terminators, yeah. essentially. Yeah. No noses. They don't first, like noses. First thoughts. Um what'd you think about it when I even brought it up to you? Going off cover alone and then like jumping into it. 
Well, I really didn't know anything when you when you send it in the Discord for me to you know say, hey, this is what we're reading, because Lex makes all the decisions. I do. <laughs> no, but because I, <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start. Uh, but uh, when you sent that cover, I was like, oh shit, yeah, cool, looks cool, looks great. I love this. I love. <clears throat> it kind of reminds me just off the bat. There are familiar faces here, but it reminds me a lot of some of Alan Moore's and America's Best Comics. Like they just had like random superheroes, you know, and they would do stuff like yeah. this. Like it just kind of reminds me of that. But obviously, again, there's like um, very familiar faces for every beast there is. Captain Carter, you know, these. This is uh, the. Uh, what is it awesome hulk or what was it i can't remember yeah totally awesome Hulk. yeah like that is a 616 like he was in the 616 so mm-hmm. it's not that odd for him to be there you know there's uh the guy that became the, the tortured snm <laughs> x-men character or whatever what was he from i don't know that started the civil war oh penance yeah. speedball yeah yeah. Speedball yeah 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 um thundercrack i had no idea where that was going i was i as soon as it clicked as soon (laughs) as i got onto it but at first i was like nah yeah i just you know you see my boy thunderstrike yeah yeah he's in there and thunderstrike that's That's an automatic draw thundercrackers thunderstrike um yeah there's some really thundercracker would not be pc man what is thundercracker who's that I'm just saying it wouldn't be PC. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Thundercracker? It might be. He's a white he's a white guy. It makes sense for this, <laughs> considering who the main villain yeah. is. Oh, Thundercracker is a this we're going we're sidebarring. Thundercracker is Transformers. Oh. Why do you know that? <laughs> I like Transformers too. <laughs> I'm the ultimate nerd. <laughs> oh, total, that's total right. Total been jet, a virgin. He's a jet, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um so right off the bat okay so i think it's a cool concept uh i like the idea some of the problems that i have with some of these else worlds is some of the reasons i like them or some of the reasons why i don't like them this is like yeah pointing down too far (laughs) anyway um why is it always like the same people i I don't know it's hard for me to say like okay it's cool that we got an Ant Man. I like that he's an art, uh, a um, you had it written up there, archaeologist, <laughs> brain mm-hmm. fart. Anyway, I love that he's an archaeologist. I like that he's kind of lazy. He's a he's an alcoholic, which is not cool. But um, I I like I know it's not cool, but I like alcoholic Tony Stark. Well, he's just so like yeah, he's just like lazy, and but he's still inventive, yeah. right? He's still. Like he has the yeah, he's still a genius. Yeah, he has the, the he uses the gun connected to uh, the, the celestial head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the nowhere, right? Yeah. Is that the nowhere head? Mm-hmm. He shrinks it down to use it for gun. Like that shit's cool. There's a lot, but you don't like that it's Tony Stark. It's just kind of odd that it's always someone we already know. They're just like, yeah. What if Ant Man was Tony Stark instead of this guy, this guy, this guy? Yeah, I get it. Instead. Tony Stark just seems like, a, for me, if someone was going to pick up Avengers Forever 1, 
then they know Ant-Man and they know Tony Stark. So if it's someone that this is their first comic book, it's like, ah, okay. But the same would work if it was just Ted Stevenson is now (laughs) Ant-Man. The same would work, but I think as corporations, like, how are we going to pitch this? Yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah, it's always (laughs) Tony Stark. Uh, I think it's neat that he has his, like, one ant friend, but he only made one. Yeah. He's, like, real lazy. Yeah, he's real lazy. He gets by. What about that first, what about that opening page? I didn't know if I was going to like it when I saw the opening page, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. Only because they overused the Venom thing. Yeah. Like, they have, like, the Venom dinosaur, and the Venom car, and the Venom... Wait, what? In the opening page? I didn't see Venom. The oh, before that, I'm talking about where Odin is oh, going to his hammer. Oh, sorry, I like neglected that because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah, so essentially, this is just a peaceful earth that uh, t- that the masters destroyed. Okay, it was supposed to be like the greatest version of Earth ever, but then the masters of evil came and destroyed it. Odin didn't have Thor as a son, so he created so the human race. He treated as his son. Mm. And so Earth became this like perfect utopia. Ah, okay. But then the masters destroyed it. So then that's when he used the hammer and they created this thing called the All Vengeance because Odin, they have the, the all power and they have the, the all that stuff. Oh. It's like a weird Odin thing. Okay, see. But All Vengeance that, to tie into Ghost Rider. That makes a lot more sense. I was having a lot of trouble understanding what this was about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that would happen. Jeez, a lot of confidence. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you would have problems keeping yeah, up. You're pretty stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you though. The Venomans cool, but it would be cool if it wasn't overdone with everything. Like you read Old Man Logan. Yeah, they did the the Venom Tyrannosaurus. Venom has just been everywhere lately. It's we get it. Venom is fucking cool. We know. Yeah, and this is kind of like the Matt Gargan Venom too. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is cool. I like I like Venom when he's like he doesn't have a perfect host. Like it is a, a symbiotic plague, right? Yeah, he just attaches yeah. to everything. But that's not really how it works. It would be cool if that's all it was. But we know, yeah, later that's not really Venom how it is. has his own personality. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. It was kind of cool. It'd be cooler if it was Carnage. Use Carnage for these ants. Yeah, that could have been cool. Just, just. Switch it up, man. Yeah, but it, it furthers. I mean, we know why. It's because it. it yeah, they're more like centuries, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I do love that his narration. Like you said, he's a drunk. He's lazy. I do like this introduction to this character, though, and how he talks about like I'm a tinkerer. I started designing this full suit of armor that was going to be this flying armor. But then it ended up, that was too much work. So all I did was create this prototype, which is this robot ant. So instead of creating the Iron Man armor, I built this Iron Man ant instead. (laughs) Because the suit would have taken too long. I was confused. Because I thought he was talking about another character. Mm. And I thought that that paid off later. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe because I it, well, I was confused. He says that he's like I only finished part of one, but then mm-hmm. like later in the book we meet that part of one. But I thought that this, but I also thought it was the ant. So I was so confused on who. 
Yeah, so the way I read it is, I, I know what you're talking about, but, but the way I read it was he was building his Iron Man armor, but then he was like, yeah, that's taking too long. So then he put it all into this robot ant that he built. Yeah, just one. <laughs> Which is great. One, Yeah, just one ant. Tiny prototype that helps him with everything, essentially saving his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some... So he, so eventually he finds the hammer that was at, introduced at the beginning of the book, but he's actually able to lift it? Which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. Also, before that, when he shoots that uh, nowhere gun, it looks great. Yeah, like like I'm glad they didn't just do like straight up beams of energy. They did like these wonky curvy lines, yeah, some beams, curvy crackle in oh, there. So cool, man. Cooter's art again is just so good. Yeah, I love Cooter. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but like you said, I love that he. <laughs> I love that he walks up on this hammer and he's tiny. Um. And then he lifts it up mm-hmm. for a split second, and then it falls back on him. I, I would imagine that it would crush him. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense because he even shrinks to get out from under it. But that you know, it's that would still crush him. <laughs> yeah. He would be now under the entire yeah. hammer. Um, I like the smoke coming off, like every every bit of that, all the skulls and stuff. Super emo. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I'm gonna do a sleeve tattoo with that. <laughs> I like can I get this and, Milner smoke. <laughs> and uh can I get the Milner smoke? Do y'all have that on Flash or um w- one of the things I like that he how he solves the problem of the Milner, I guess, of the hammer. Yeah. And it makes it it is one of those like they have put it out in the open and this is canon now. That's it, yeah. That's it. You can't. You, yeah, anybody can do it now. Yeah. If you lift the ground underneath Mjolnir, you can now. He's still on the ground. Yeah. He's technically not lifting the hammer. You're moving the earth that it's on. Yeah. So, pretty funny. And I was kind of. Yeah. Once you. Yeah. Once you creatively solve those problems, anybody, it's fair game now. Yeah. Even if it's not canon, it's fair game. Yeah. And he also he shrinks the he shrinks it down. There's a lot of interesting problem solving here. Yeah. Um but there's a lot so we often say on the show, say it all the time. Love love being dropped in, right? Yeah. But again but this one, because there's so many familiar faces in it that aren't familiar, it's a little confusing. You know, we get the part with Odin at the beginning, did make a lot of sense of me. We get Tony Stark, now he's Ant-Man, okay. Yeah, and this one's like kind of getting dropped in because there is a there's some pre-work that you had to have done to really grasp everything that's going on. Yeah. Well, we get in and now, you know, they're after Tony Stark. He's basically Indiana Jones in this. Uh, we've got the the um, um, war machine guys. Yep. Like the, the, the police, essentially, war machine. I do like that they're not all wearing the same armor. It's kind of cool. They're all wearing kind of different versions of War Machine armor, but they're out looking for Tony Stark. Yeah, one of them looks like Obadiah Stane. One of them looks classic. Yeah, I like that they're all different. Uh, and this is when we're introduced to Robbie Ray's in this book. And it's cool as always, man. I really like Robbie Ray's. He's so Ray's. cool. Yeah, he's so cool, man. He really is. I don't. I don't. I'm not crazy about his teeth. Um, I don't think it looks bad. I think it just creeps me out. Oh, the way they kind of cave in a little bit. 
Yeah, they cave in and like that's his mask. Looks cool, but also creeps me out. Yeah. But it's cool, man. Yeah, he goes through. I love his chains. Like the way they did this all new creative version of Ghost Rider. Every now and then, Marvel knocks it out of the park, man. They do. And with Robbie Reyes, they definitely did. Yeah, I feel. It's cool. And, and it was one of those where it was so iconic that the design is really iconic, but they, I, I don't know. It's like they didn't really write it that well after, I mean, no. after what we read, because that was a pretty cool, that was a cool series. But. Yeah, after Treadmore left the book, and I'm not saying it's because of the art, but like the art and the story just meshed so well that when they changed the art so drastically that it was jarring and then the story kind of fell off. Yeah. And, and he only got better when he was in other stuff like this. Yeah. He rips through these guys. Yeah. And then you learn that his that his partner, Deathlock, is riding shotgun. I did like that, you know, <laughs> Ghost Rider has the penance stare that just essentially can kill anybody because they all have shit that they hate in their lives. Mm-hmm. But this Ghost Rider has the penance sermons. And I don't know if that was a thing in 616. I haven't read a lot of Robbie Reyes outside of um, those first couple of volumes. Yeah. I don't know if he has the penance sermons, but this is this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool thing that he, these guys, he could just knock them all out at once. Yeah, after doing all the he essentially cool, works the same. All the cool shit of cutting off heads and stuff. Now he's preaching to him. <laughs> yeah. One thing I find interesting about this world is that there's anybody surviving. So they find this train essentially that's sending these people to be fuel fuel for the fires, like they're kindling, right? Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Um Yeah, it is. But where are these people living, man? Where are they? Yeah, it's just all barren wasteland. I don't know. I guess uh, 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 life will uh, find a way, as they say. <laughs> um, Another cool th- I can't talk about how cool Ghost Rider is. We, we've talked about it in the Ghost Rider episode, so go listen to that. <laughs> but the Hell Charger, the Hell Charger is its own character. The Hell Charger is the I don't know. best. Yeah. It is the best. It is the best. Like, all the bikes are... I like Danny Ketch, 90s Ghost Rider. Danny I like Ketch that bike. bike. Yeah. I like that bike, and I like that Ghost Rider. But I didn't know. I don't know, and I don't remember if that ghost, if that bike had, if it was like a character, like the Hell Charger is. Yeah. The Hell Charger like kicks out. It's like a what's that old horror movie about the car that's alive? Are you talking about that Stephen King one with like the Green Goblin truck? No, oh, you're talking about Christine. No, no. Christine, yeah, it's like it's kind of Christine esque, where it has a life of its own. Why did now I can't remember the name of that trucker movie? What is that one? Over the top. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about though. It has the green goblin head on the front. Yeah. What the fuck is the name of that movie? It's it's a Stephen King script. It's over the top. (laughs) Stephen King wrote that movie over the top where John no not John Travolta. (laughs) That this this movie's getting crazy. John Travolta is arm wrestling the Green Goblin. I'd watch that. Let's arm wrestle for your virginity. (laughs) So these they decide to take this truck, this train of survivors, and I don't know where they're gonna go, but they're basically just gonna be like, Hey, we're outrunning these guys. That's the plan right now. It kind of looks like they took it off the tracks too. Yeah, he's just riding through the sand, which is crazy because it's just a fucking charger. Yeah, but it's a charger, man. 
Yeah. And I love that Ant-Man is just over here taking a piss. <laughs> yeah. On the side of the side of this tiny rock. Um and they talk about like the Earth's mightiest heroes died a million years ago. And it's just been this crappy place. Again, I, I mentioned it when I was reading the synopsis. They use hope as the F word, essentially. And I thought it was hilarious that they used it in that in that instance. Um, yeah, kind of. A little funny thing. They overdid it, but it was funny the first time. It's crazy when they finally run into like this brigade of war machines. There's like war machines that are as big as sentinels. There's all this yeah, weird stuff cool. at this blockade. And then let me see. Our... This is the first time you see Black Skull. I Black Skull was in Avengers, so I know yeah. about that character already. Blah. So I imagine. I would imagine that I didn't like him when they first showed up. When they first showed him, I was just like, eh. Nope. Nazis. Don't care for it. <laughs> Don't care for it. Yeah, no. Uh, no. They, and I, yeah, when he showed up in Avengers, I was kind of like, eh. I didn't expect them to expand on that character a lot, but they did. Yeah. And I guess I just don't care about the Red Skull, you know? They, I don't either. He's just a racist dude. Is he Is he like a brilliant tech? Is he? I know that he's uh, enhanced, right? He's got super soldiers. Yeah, he's like a knockoff super soldier. Did they have that from the beginning? Just out of curiosity. I don't think so. I think he just had the power of the Nazi right, the Third Reich behind just, him. <laughs> he had the power, the power of racism. Of the, <laughs> the power of the, the righteous few. That's what he had. The power yeah. of. The power of being correct in the grand scheme of history. I think that's what is that correct? Is. Is that what you're... I mean, in his head. Oh, okay. I'm not saying I was like, that. damn, dude. <laughs> I'm speaking through him, not as me. You cannot say that. Today's holiday says that you cannot say that. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I think if anybody can say it on today's holiday, I can say it. Fair enough. Touche. Touche. You got me. Uh, it's Juneteenth at the time of recording this, folks. If you hadn't picked up they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? It's Wednesday. Yeah. Today's Saturday. Uh, Father's Day. You don't you don't like this Tony Stark, but I like this Tony Stark more than I like Iron Man Tony Stark. I do. Yeah, I mean I kind of agree and, with that. Yeah. And and I agree with what you're saying. I like this character. His name just happens to be Tony Stark. Right. Yeah. He could be any smart guy. It could have just been Hank Pym. I would in this universe. Hank Pym is a drunk. I would, or could have been Reed Richards. I could have been cool with Reed Richards. Yeah, yeah he didn't have stretchy powers in this universe. Yeah, yeah. He found Iron Man's old armor. Didn't want to rebuild it. Instead, he built a fucking ant. That would have been great. Yeah, Damn. maybe he's de- maybe he's depressed because dog. in the reveal that maybe his family died. He's only got the thing. Who's like this disembodied like brilliance right i want yeah let's get to that so we learn that he's not alone they don't have the earth's mightiest heroes they got the earth's mightiest losers i do like that yeah i'm a sucker for the underdog i like that we get this like half built vision which i think that's what you were talking about earlier that's that's and he even uh, later in the book spoiler Mm -hmm. we're gonna get there yeah but later in the book he does say that he was built and he did. He asked Tony not to finish him. Yeah. So I thought that yeah. that's who he was talking about. Yeah. Then we have the thing, Infinity Thing, which is I I love the character, the thing, and so to see him be because he's usually just this New York bruiser. That's yeah. who he is. He's this big New York bruiser that gets his ass kicked by the Hulk all the time. That's what his character is. <laughs> yeah. 
but in this he becomes Wolverine or whatever. He becomes this Doctor Manhattan esque character, and and I just I love that. I think it's very creative. He just covered in Infinity Stones instead of like his regular orange plates. Uh, we get a new Moon Knight, which is cool. Moon Knight is a character for me that's like, it, whatever. I don't have any emotional attachments to Moon Knight. It's at that we get that a Wonder sounded Man. like an entire like that was the name a new a new Moon Knight a new a new new. <laughs> We get a new Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Simon Williams, a.k.a. the Wonder Man. He's like bizarro Wonder Man. Or he's like a Solomon Grundy Wonder Man, kind of. He's a sad man. Yeah, he's sad. That's a cool team to me, in my opinion. Yeah, and I like that they delve into it more. Because it almost seemed like it was just going to be a random encounter thing. And we weren't yeah. going to hear about these characters anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile... This, we get these three sisters in a storm riding an Asgardian boat that's carried by, or that's being chartered by a Milnir, not the same one that we saw in the story earlier. And when I got to this part, I was like, damn, there's so, this is connected to so many random main Marvel books that Simon's not going to know what's going on. These are Thor's granddaughter's from the King Thor storyline from a few years ago. Ah, okay. So, yeah, I got to this point and I was like, yeah, why am I reading this? <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's so many. Like, they, they made it this multiverse story, but it's like only characters that we introduced through the main Marvel Universe. Yeah, it, well, you know how you say when we're reading like thick cut you're like i didn't read that because it just seemed like a you know that's what i was like <laughs> yeah. seems like a bunch of i don't know just a bunch of monologuing what are they talking about yeah that that king thor story is good though and i think we should read it um maybe next week maybe don't make promises because it ties yeah i'm not gonna promise it because obviously I, when i say we're gonna read something we never read it and <laughs> But it does tie into like the Gore storyline, and and Gore is spoiler alert the villain in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. I thought that was Uncle Fester. It is Uncle Uncle Fester, and uh, who else does he look like? The death from Bill and Ted's <laughs> Bogus Adventure. Some controversial story. Uh, I can't wait to dunk on that movie. I'm just kidding, guys. That's the end of issue number one. I'm still in because I have read all of the pre-reading, Simon. I'm sorry, man. I did. Pro- I promised you a great story. I had fun with its first issue because I, I understood everything that was going on. Well, I didn't hate it. I'll tell yeah. you that. I, and I understand it's a different. I understand it's a different read, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like going into it cold, and then me. I've read Avengers. I read um, King Thor, and I currently read the Avengers story that's going on. Right. Geek. It's fine. It's okay, man. I'm annoyed. Not, not annoyed. I'm a nerd. Oh, annoyed. So, annoyed. I thought I thought you were talking about noids like the uh... the Domino yeah. character. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. All right, man. Take it away. All right. Avengers Forever issue number two. All right, Avengers Forever issue two. Vengeance in the wasteland on an alternate Earth, ravaged by the multiversal masters of evil, Ghost Rider Robbie Ray's. Woo! There's a lot of alliteration has been taken prisoner by the planet's dark waste lords. 
the brutal war machines, and what the rider endures at the hands will change him forever into the most unbridled force of vengeance any universe has ever seen. That's unless Ant-Man, Tony Stark, and his bunch of ragtag heroes can pull off the mother of all rescues. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. What do you think so far? I do like the... I like and hate the Ghost Rider torture scene. I, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot, you know, but chops off his foot. Yeah. I always hate, I've always hated the ruin of a whole character. Like I'm sure later he'll get it back, but it was like in Thor Ragnarok when he loses his eye, it's like, Oh, is he going to be like that forever? <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. He chops off his foot and then he gets like a fire foot. Yeah, I'm the same way. Makes it out, James. Whatever. I do like that he yeah. lights that guy on fire. But I, yeah, as soon as he touches it, he's just like, "Take this!" Uh, and it's so crazy, and it goes in line with like Red Skull. He's like, "Take this, fly it into the sun." Like you're gonna kill yourself anyway, so it doesn't really matter, right? But as soon as he touches it, he completely gets engulfed with hell, hellfire. Well, and like, so Robbie Ray's isn't really the same kind of ghost riders other ones anyway and i'm and i'm not just saying for this story i mean like even in his own he's not the same no and i do like that they mention it in this story because uh, maybe in the next issue or whatever they they talk about how they hunt down ghost riders like that's what they do because ghost rider is a powerful powerful character yeah so it makes sense to like hunt down the the stronger characters in each universe they hunt down and they kill hundreds of ghost riders they even have this dungeon where there's just like a bunch of ghost rider skulls yeah but and when he's talking to the ghost goblin or whatever they call him who is like a norman osborne with the spirit of vengeance he says like i've looked through all the history books there's this guy is not connected to he's not danny ketch he's not um johnny blaze and those essentially are the the two main ones and he's like he's not related to the history of ghost rider he's like an all new thing and, and so I do like that Robbie Ray is a sort of this anomaly ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. One thing, well, so first off the bat, this is the first reveal that this, uh, what's the main bad guy's name? I already forgot because I don't care. Black Skull. Yeah. So that he's uh, attached to the symbiote. I mean, first reveal for me. Yeah. Right, yeah if yeah. you've just picked up this book. And that's where I kind of was like, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's ultimate evil. Of course he's got the symbiote. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Not a huge fan of that. Uh, yeah. I'll, not a, and and when they use it, when they use it in this instance, it takes away from like the Eddie Brock Venom connection where Venom and him work together. Like you talk about the symbiotic relationship. I feel like Eddie Brock and Venom have that real symbiotic relationship where it goes both ways. Like Eddie Brock needs Venom to be like worth a shit right and then venom needs him to live so they both like connect in this it's just like i have an endless shadow that does whatever i want right and and it's even weirder that you know we get some things he's being tortured being thrown back in his cell he's having these moments with death lock um mm-hmm. death lock is just kind of not being tortured or messed with at all he's just kind of there which is weird um yeah but I, I find it surprising that there's a lot of moments like a little later 
where Black Skull is, he acts like Venom, like he's perched up like Spider Man, and he's walking around on these yeah. like symbiotic, uh, symbiotic webs or whatever. Not mm-hmm. into that. I just that. Yeah, I think it's weird too because like Venom is only Spider Man because he was bonded to Spider Man. That's the only reason he has any Spider characteristics. Yeah, is because he was so he was bonded and loved Peter Parker so much. Which makes sense. I mean, if you uh, even the Venom movie, as trash as it yeah. is, it, they don't make him spider-like. Really, he's yeah. just a Hulk. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, and even Venom, the like Eddie Brock is also tied to Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and so it's like Venom, and essentially is completely tied to Spider-Man. Yeah, and that's why he acts like that. That's why he has webs. That's why he swings. That's why he perches. That's why he does all this stuff. So like for this guy to do it, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, unless I agree. I mean, maybe there's a connection there, but like you said, the Age of Heroes didn't really happen. So um, yeah. I also don't understand why he's not affected by fire because that's kind of like a big deal with Venom. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem affected. Yeah, by Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, because he, he douses him like he does the Hellfire Scream or whatever. Yeah, he does that. He calls in the the Hell Charger. So cool. Yeah, very cool. Of course, it gets kind of neutered pretty fast. But I one thing I did like among all this. I mean, I you know. You mentioned it earlier, but the the ghost goblin, I kind of like that. It's kind of cool. He looks cool. Uh, silly, but it's he does look really cool. And apparently, all his bombs are the skulls of old Ghost Rider. <sighs> That's cool. That's cool. And they're still talking. Yeah, they ca- they're calling because you know Odin is the All Father. They're calling Robbie Reyes the All Rider, which is kind of corny, but comic books. That's it. Our corn. That's all you had to say. That's that's all. <laughs> but <it is>. comic <laughs> books. <laughs> yeah, comic books are corny. Yeah, uh, I almost feel like at this point, I almost feel like Deathlock is an imaginary character. Yeah, he has not done anything. Right. He hasn't helped. He hasn't been tortured. He's really only there to as like a reminder to Robbie Reyes to not completely succumb to like the Ghost Rider persona. But he does kind of fuck him. So, yeah, like you said, he, yeah, he, he does. keeps reminding him, your name is Robbie Reyes, because at that point, he'll be lost as Ghost Rider, but he can't transform back to Robbie Reyes, because then he'll just die, because it's like messing a foot, you know? Yeah, all the injuries he's taken, like, uh, it, we just mentioned the foot thing, but he's, there. there's been numerous things, Black Skull has, like, stabbed him through the head, like, a, a ton of different torture tactics that he's done to him throughout this whole issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is of the mind, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So he says his name is Robbie Red because he kept asking him, what's your name? What's your name? He wouldn't tell. The There were cockroaches in the cell. They hear him say this. They wake him up. <clears throat> he opens his door and there's all the, a multiverse of Robbie Reyes in a cage, mm-hmm. essentially. And they're already going at it because they're all he basically... Black Skull said, whoever's the last one left gets a leave, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're already stabbing each other. But there's only one that became Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah, he says that in all of the multi... Like, you're a fluke. You're not special. You're not the All Rider or whatever You know these people are telling you. You're a fluke. In no other universe are you important. 
Mm -hmm. These are all criminals or idiots or whatever. And that's when he creates that ghost, that chain foot. Chain foot. It's my alter ego. (laughs) And then he's he's just watching these Robbie Reyes's kill each other and he's like trying to stop them, but it's just, they're not. They're all murdering each other. It's fucking rough. It's pretty crazy. There's a super 90s panel in here, though. This like ultra detailed Robbie Ray skull. Oh yeah, yeah. Could have yeah. been left out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think it looked that bad. I, oh, you mean the the lit up skull at the bottom? Yeah. Or are you talking about the top one? The one in the bottom. Yeah, the one on the bottom. I can do it with that. I like I like the one up top where he looks sad. Sad, sad skull. <sighs> that one, that one looks good. Yeah, I don't mind that one. But then he's like, yeah, he's like, all I hear is a screaming from all these bodies. And then I realize that I'm the only one screaming. And that's all Black Skull wanted. Right, yeah. Was to make him scream because then you knew he would break him. Um, and this is it. They essentially know that, like, well, we're fucked. You know, Deathlock mentions uh, Avenger Prime or something like that. That's something I have no idea what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. He was like, Avenger Prime told me you were the one. I have no idea who that is. I don't think anybody does. If you do, gladly message me. But I don't Captain think they America. reveal it. You know it's Of course America. it is. Yeah, of course it is. I but hope it's, it's Kamala like, Khan. It's like Tony Stark, Captain America. because Yeah, I hope it's Kamala Khan. She was a, in that Ghost Rider book we read. She was Captain America. That'd be cool. I don't remember. Did we read that? Yeah, she, yeah. Remember when <laughs> sidebar, folks, for our previous episode, Ghost Rider was fighting all those different. Ver- Cable brought in all those other characters from like like Juggernaut Duck, and we saw him fight. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if you saw it, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, definitely. I remember. <laughs> I remember Juggernaut Duck." Yeah, but it was just like a bunch of multiversal characters like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And the first X-Force team he brought had Kamala Khan as Captain America. That's right. Yes. Remember now. And then they got killed. They got killed. Yeah. But in this, he starts to realize that the the cockroaches are symbiote or have symbiotes on them. Deathlock does, and he starts trying to smash them because he's like, well, fuck, you guys listen to everything we're saying. But little do we know, for some reason... Hey, man's there. Yeah. Tony Stank. Trying to rescue you, morons. Tony Stank. <laughs> oh, give me one second, man. I need to check on my son. It's weird because Madison's not here. Elliot's at camp, so it's like just me and him, and he's out there by himself. Okay. I think he's asleep, but I thought I heard him get up. One second. The Tony Stank thing was funny. I would laugh too hard about that. <laughs> I forgot somebody Stanley else said, said that. that. I swear somebody said that. <laughs> I don't feel like I did that. That wasn't original on my part. Uh, Stan Lee said that. In no, I know. Iron Man. <laughs> I know that. I'm saying somebody said it about this book. 
I totally think I didn't make that up. Mm. Slurp. <laughs> all right. I'm reading this illegally because they didn't have all the issues on Marvel. <laughs> Same. Yes. I was I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so stupid. They had like one through three. Yeah. I thought yeah, I had yeah. to look. I was like, is this only three issues? <clears throat> Avengers Forever issue number three, <laughs> War for the Wastelands. Tony Stark, the invincible Ant-Man, Robbie Reyes, a ghost, like, ghost rider unlike any other from across the multiverse, still changing, still becoming what he was always meant to be. Becoming a man. A Deathlock who refuses to die. A brutally two-fisted Wonder Man. <laughs> two-fisted. That's funny. A half-built vision. The Infinity Thing. Which, if I had a superhero name, I think that's like the coolest superhero name. The Infinity, the Infinity thing. thing. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Together. Wait, I didn't... Where's the Moon Knight plug at? They didn't even talk about Moon Knight. It's because it's a woman. That's sexist. Together... They're all that passes for Earth's mightiest heroes on a world overrun by the Black Skull. But on this day, a day like any other, unlike any other, they'll have to be enough. I do like, you mentioned it before in a previous issue, I like that they touch base on these characters again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they kind of give a backstory on each one of them. Doesn't need to be a lot. They do it perfectly, in my opinion. They just give like a brief intro to who they are and... And the Infinity thing is my favorite. <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah. He's basically Dr. Manhattan, but the thing. Yeah, he only Which says, you would like, think. they say he only says one thing, right? Yeah, right now he says, it's like, it changes. Um, right now he says, the door is opening, it is time. And he says that over and over. But then once they get to their get to the fight, he says it's the time for clobbering or something like that. And then at the end, he says it's the time for rebuilding. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But yeah, he only <laughs> repeats that that one thing over and over. Does this have a different artist? Not yet. Okay. I this one the art in this particular issue seems a little bit more put together in the others. Yeah. Like the others might have been rushed. Yeah, the other ones have the other ones are more of his typical style. It has like a pencil-y outline. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look as crisp. This one looks like it, it again, like you said. I think it might have a different colorist. Mm. Yeah, I think it makes sense. The color looks way more, like you said, kind of uh, fleshed out. Yeah, they decided that they so it's a backstory where they decide that this is where they're going to do. They're going to they saw the Ghost Rider. Tony saw him while he was taking a piss, and he was like, well, there's a Ghost Rider alive. We should probably save him, because uh, that's like our only shot. It's our only shot to beat the Black Skull. And so they go to save him. I do like how, I didn't realize the chain that was connected to Deathlock. It was just this giant <laughs> chain around his neck. Yeah. Yeah, he's the artist. Yeah, the lines do seem more put together in this. I, I believe it's the same artist in issue three, though. I could be wrong. I need to double check. Who was your favorite... Um, character out of this yes yeah, it's, it's still him who's your favorite character out of this ragtag team so far yeah mine's also With, like vision thing. I really dig yeah. him uh he just looks cool there's there's one part in this so basically tony stark's in there the rest of the team's outside 
And they're all shrunk down because he gave them whatever. He shrunk them down. And then they have yeah. about 30 minutes before they're inside the symbiote. So, one, how big is this fucking symbiote? Can we get into that? Because apparently it covers <laughs> yeah, the entire I... world. Because every ant yeah, yeah, yeah. is every cockroach, everything. Yeah, that's weird that it could be so expansive. Because why wouldn't Venom just do that? Yeah, unless it's just a colony thing. Like the uh, yeah. like the null, you know? Yeah, they all kinda... I need a little bit more. Exp- well, yeah, if they're going around multiverses, maybe he's collecting them to make this like giant Big Chew style Venom. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Big League Chew or whatever that gum is called <laughs> where you put it all in your mouth. <laughs> Big Chew. Um, uh, there, some of this, it's one of those things when you think of any story, you think of it like they present every story. I'm talking movies, everything is presented as if video game, as if they've never thought of this before. And and you're witnessing the first moments. So everything is conveniently timed, right? I'm saying mm-hmm. like, if you don't, th- if, if you're, it's odd when you think like, let's say Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire, like everything that happened, from one to two, nothing happened in the middle. Yeah, like they they presented it as such. They don't. There's no backstory for anything. Like nothing happened between those two movies, right? Nothing that we yeah. didn't witness as the audience. And there's a lot with. I say that. I know this sounds like rambling, but I say that with this because they're shrunk down and they're like, "Well, Tony Stark's stuck. What are we gonna do?" And. Wonder Man's like, well, I'm gonna fucking take care of some shit, and so he goes, and he's, and it's cool because they uh, they have proportional strength still, even drug down, yeah. but he basically just makes himself a bullet. And in my mind, why have they never tried this before? Because it's very effective. <laughs> why? Are, yeah, why don't they? Why don't they do it to the entire army? Yeah, why are they the losers, but this is super effective? Like, no one's being hurt. It's not like, oh, shit, we're caught. Like, no, man. Super effective. Same with... <laughs> yeah, and and as it continues, you see many Infinity thing that has the power to just use all the Infinity Stones at once. Yeah. Like, he's just... Turn people to sand, turn them to cubes, turn them to goop, dust. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it makes you wonder if maybe... I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. Maybe he just doesn't have that much control over it. like, Or maybe he's so, yeah. like the Dr. Manhattan thing, maybe he's so removed that he's like, oh, I'm not going to do it right now. I'm just not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, possibly, again, more of Dr. Manhattan stuff. Like, he knew this was the moment that he would be using his powers like that. So, yeah. in any other situation, he'd be like, nope, it's not, you know, XYZ date that's the date where we're going to do it. So I'm not going to do it until then. You know what yeah, I mean? Cause he said the time is approaching. He does say, yeah. And now he says now is the time. Yeah. But the, the wonder man thing though, is still like, yeah, they just needed a motivation to do it. Right. Um, yeah, we get to this, what could be kind of, I just don't like the black skull. I just don't care about red skull. He's he, I mean, they used him in, Old man Logan. Yeah. Why is he? It could have been anybody. Uh, he's just a member of the Masters, which is, yeah, I agree. 
And you learn in issue six, five that he's a member of this like larger team, but he just happens to be like the first focus of this book. I agree though. I would almost just, you know, it's in the same vein of what you talked about in the first issue of like using new characters or just using lesser known characters, not to use the same old characters. Why did you have to, why does it have to be Venom? Why couldn't he just have this all-encompassing shadow power now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it is. It just seems like, it could, like you said, it takes over the it's over the entire world. It could be a magic thing. Why couldn't he have the, um, whatever the freaking dictionary they used in Doctor Strange and Multi-Event, the Darkhold. Why couldn't he just have the Darkhold and now he has this shadow that he can encompass the entire world in? It would be more interesting if it was Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they want to use him cool. in something else. Yeah, they did use him in issue five. The complete waste issue is what I called it. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. But yeah, so Ant-Man's just doing... I, again, it's not good, but I like drunk Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. He's more interesting than sober genius Tony Stark to me. Yeah. I... <clears throat> there there was an uh, interesting back and forth with Moon Knight and... Um, Vision. Yeah, Vision. And this is that moment where she's like, it's kind of like a Pinocchio story. She's like, why would, you know, why wouldn't you let him finish you? And he's like, well, if there's completed, there might be a chance I become something more machine, something close to a man. But yeah, basically what I've seen, what happens to men here, I don't want to be that. And then it's like a yeah photo. It's like a panel of people hanging from meat hooks and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, he's like, I'm, it's better to be half man or half machine than all man. She's like, he's like, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. Yeah. I don't need the, a penis. That's it. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to give me a robot penis. Other than that, I don't need but, it. But you know, again, on this vision is still, it's just vision. It's just vintage vision yeah. with a less complete body. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't know. It could have been ultra. I also like how not a, why not Ultron? That'd be cooler. Yeah, that'd be cooler. Like, I don't want to be completed because I would be this ultimate evil. That'd be way cooler. Uh-huh. Damn, dog. We don't even want to write these comic books, y'all. We just want to be consultants. Yeah. I bet we could probably spin that, man. I bet we could probably spin that into a thing. Yeah. We have we have friends that make up their jobs. I think we could do Well, that. here's the thing. You got the knowledge, but I've got the outsider perspective. Like, no, man, that, exactly. that's stupid. <laughs> exactly i do like to get back on track i do like that you know he talked about in the first issue how he created he started creating this flying suit i like that he only has one boot that flies mm. he only has one boot that has a jet on it. oh yeah so he's using it more to like jump around than he is to like fly around this environment right uh yeah yeah you can tell his boots are different color too yeah one of them has the gold plating on it and the other one's just like a boot yeah and I like I do like that about the armor, like it's ragtag. Me it's too. Cool. I'm a lazy guy. I think that's why I like <laughs> this Tony Stark. Yeah, because I think I'm I'm not a genius, but I think I'm pretty smart. But I'm also lazy, I, and so I could appreciate this guy being smart and lazy and like, um, yeah, I'm not gonna. Do yeah, that. I have a good enough attitude. Yeah, I can't fly, yeah. but I can kind of jump around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it works. It works enough. If jumping around and traversing this way works then why do I need to fly? Mm-hmm. 
lazy man i'm pretty lazy it would be one of those that stay in the garage but at the same time yeah if i could make myself fly i'd probably yeah but he could also shrink himself and he has this ant that he can just ride (laughs) so you're kind of flying yeah there's some cool stuff uh coolest moment in the in this issue and this is very trad more like when i saw the blood on this i was like that's trad more style just like the the way the blood flows and like curls over this uh war machine just smacks like a like a bug uh-huh. smacks the infinity thing and uh he says infinity must be guarded the tower must stand all must be assembled and then just eviscerates this guy explodes his head and just like i don't know blows all the blood <laughs> that has ever existed in this man out. the tower must stand is i don't know if if that's a just a random reference and whatever but that's definitely like a dark tower reference yeah, i feel like i have no is. idea what he's talking about that's a stephen king dark tower reference that's my opinion and if it turns out there that it way, is it's tied together then i was right and you all heard it <laughs> Moon Knight and Vision are working together. They they get deeper into this uh, dungeon of the Black Skull. And um, what do you think about this Moon Knight suit? I couldn't tell how I feel about the visor. I usually like a good visor, but I just couldn't tell. That's kind of cool. I don't really hate it. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it either. I just was like, I don't know. I, I Maybe if, without the design on it, I don't know if I think it would be better. I kind of like the Moon Knight period. She's kind of like a swashbuckler, you know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and she has an Uzi, so that's cool. Yeah, swashbuckle and Uzi. <laughs> um, Again, like you said, Vision is just Vision. He's doing the head beam eviscerating people. So Yeah, it's just... It'd be cool to refuse Ultron. Reminding them their failures. Uh, I like <laughs> the when the symbiote kind of loses control. It's kind of cool because that's... Mu- that would be cooler if, that was more of, if there was more of that. Yeah, the regular just red skull with a tight suit on doesn't do it for me that's a cool design yeah. very cthulhu old you know the old gods yeah it'd be way cooler if that was if it was that yeah i like anytime giant man just comes out of nowhere is great and that was cool yeah yeah and i love i love it when he does just come out of nowhere because it, it uh, it's it's taxing on his body mm-hmm. it's not just something he can do so he does it and he's just like, oh, dude, I'm about to fucking pass out. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's drunk. So imagine what that feels like. It's a cool. Uh, it's kind of a cool sequence of events, too, because he says um, he shrank himself down so small. And one of the cool things about Ant-Man and, uh, that you've seen in the movies and elsewhere is that it's proportional. So he has to pull his punches because he's a bullet. You know, he has his mm-hmm. same strength, but it's focused in on this tiny little punch. And he... Yeah, I wish they did more of that in the movies, but there there are scenes where he punches people as Ant-Man and it's like a regular person punching. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know how the physics work with that, but okay. Anyway... But it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Which they also, <laughs> plot hole and sidebar, uh, they carry he carries around a tank, which should have the proportional weight of yeah, a tank that's true it doesn't make sense and like cars and shit yeah. like he has a whole matchbox set so that shit doesn't make sense the rest of it anyway yeah um but i like like subatomically and then into giant man he's like running 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 for this punch and he completes it yeah yeah because there is one scene in this book where he says 
uh, if he shrinks down anymore, he's just going to be it. He's going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's how small he's like, I can shrink and shrink and shrink and they can't see me. I could just, I could run away or I can try to help. It has that like Iron Man, drunk Iron Man mixed with like kind of Scott Lang. It has a, he has more of a Scott Lang vibe than he, like drunk Scott Lang vibe more than Tony Stark or Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes, he goes full squish. Full squish. I don't know if I like how barbed they keep doing the barbed thing with this, uh, this venom black red skull. I really don't like that. He's like more blue green than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't like him. That's yeah, the, that's the, crazy. the gist of it. But what does a Nazi know about control? Yeah. They said the N word. I can't believe it's in the N word. They were trying to get away from that. <laughs> yeah, but he finally gets it, man. Yeah. He just turns into a pink he man. Yeah, because he, he whips him through the... I don't understand how he whipped him through the symbiote. Well, he... There was he even no like, clock, clock tower bell or anything. He absorbs a little bit. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, because he gets stabbed with As it. the all-vengeance which I don't know why he didn't figure this out earlier, but as the all-vengeance wielder, mm-hmm. he can wield anything as a vehicle. Yeah. And so... And the symbiote is a vehicle. Yeah, this, yep, that's right. Um, which is... Kind of like... Yeah, but it's it a works. little silly. It's a little silly. <laughs> because I, I don't like it because it makes the Hell Charger look stupid. <laughs> yeah. I don't like Lamprey yeah, a- Hell Charger. Yeah, it takes it takes away from it being a character. Yeah, I, I feel like they were trying to do the opposite. They were trying to do the opposite. Like they were like, yeah. "This will make it more. It'll give it more like animalistic characteristics or whatever." Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it just looks dumb. Um, I I like how Simon Williams acknowledges Simon Welch's complaint. Your complaint was like, how come they haven't done this all along? Yeah. Simon to Simon, he says, Hey man, why didn't we do this a long time ago? (laughs) (laughs) It's a Simon thing, man. Y'all are on the same page. Yeah. And he says, because, and then it's just that exactly like we deciphered on our own because we're geniuses. Infinity thing says, because this blood will tarnish our souls forever. And it's like this moment was supposed to happen when this, I hate that existential stuff. Yeah. But also, whatever it works, like, the, like it was supposed to happen now because it was always supposed well, to they, happen. They say that time is a flat circle. Mm, just no. time's not real. <laughs> yeah, time's right. That's true. Time isn't real. Mm. Time isn't. I real. like how he says, and I even like how Wonder Man's like, nah, wasn't that? <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Fuck it. Well, fuck whatever you're saying. No one talks to you. One thing now I will say is that we get a past on Wonder Man, and later in the series he says a certain thing, but he seems to, which we'll get to, and it'll make this statement will make more sense. But he seems to relish mm-hmm. in just murdering these people. He's got like an arm in his hand. He's just murdered all. But I think it's like the thing. I think it's like the thing of like like an alcoholic like i don't want to drink anymore but like once you're into it you're just like hell yeah life of the party yeah, let's party do it time. let's fucking drink but like 
when you the next day and when you realize when everything settles and you realize like fuck man i really don't like doing that it's like the uh what they call the black mirror that's where the show black mirror got its <laughs> names because when you're looking into the monitor the black mirror. something works for black mirror but anyway it's like that old joke it's like when the uh when you when you watch porn or whatever and you turn it off and you're just staring at your reflection <laughs> Oh, it's like the, yeah, the that, that's a great image. That's a great image where it's like somebody watching porn on like a Nintendo Switch or something. <laughs> it, it wasn't like porn, but it was like the guy playing Nintendo Switch and then he like turns it off and then he's just like staring. <laughs> yeah, you're at staring himself. at the dark reflection of yourself and then all yeah. reason rushes back. You're like, what did I just do? So sad. So sad. Venom is on the hell charger now. Yeah. Looks real gross. I don't like it, man. I'm telling you, looks real gross. I agree. It's like the the they tried to animalize it. It looks cooler with it doesn't need. It was already cool. It's not like something cool plus venom makes it cooler. That's not what the <laughs> equation is. That's that's what they think it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I love venom, and I ho- and I know they're like whoring him out. I just love simple black. Half red, half blue venom. <laughs> With like a duck face, though. I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't like that his head. Like the butt head. head. Butt head yeah. <laughs> I love that venom. With the lips uh, and the veins on his forearms. That's the venom I like, man. Keep it simple. None of that simple, but keep it simple. Um, Moon Knight and Vision. Moon Knight's getting her ass kicked. Vision's a robot, so he's just like... I don't know what you're talking about. This is going fine. Yeah. But then we we see that the other <laughs> the other versions of Red Skull come out. And I do I'm going to tell you I like part of this. Yeah, same. I like that they have the Masters of Evil is like this elite group of multiversal villains. And then like if one dies or one fails, then the other versions of that character from the multiverse can fight for that spot. I like that. That's a great concept, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't like that immediately it's another Red Skull with a Venom. Yeah, yeah. Or or a Red Skull with a Carnage. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. <laughs> Carnage would be more acceptable than this. Then, like, immediately the main focus of this is just another Venom black a red skull like the captain america red skull why aren't we talking about that that's way fucking cool. yeah that's cool i don't know who this skinny this skinned red skull is i don't know i like three out of four of these three out of three yeah out of six you don't like regular like a businessman that's what i'm red saying skull. he's like skinned i don't know actually i like most of them i don't like the symbiotes i don't understand why we need to focus on that it looks like somebody else yeah. is coming through here with a fur coat too in the top right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. Blizzard Man. <laughs> yeah, Red Skull, Blue Skull, because he's frozen. <laughs> he's just li- he's just chattering all the time. I didn't realize that this Conan uh, skull had goat I did, goat I legs. Didn't see that until just now. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's cool. He's immediately the coolest one. <laughs> he's interesting. Um, yeah, he's the coolest one. I just I hate that it was immediately like it's like this slimmer, fucking controlled symbiote. Yeah, it's the exact same character. I just thought it was 
again, if that was a different focus on the character and Carnage was in the background, I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. But like immediately two symbiotes and the exact same character, that's lame to me. Right. And that's how it ends. So I was like disappointed with that. Um the rest of it's cool. Mostly. Mostly cool. Mostly. Mostly cool. Which issue are we on? Uh number four. Four? Yeah. So uh, this is where it starts. Get, this starts where it starts getting wonky for me. Yeah, a little is bit. Is it you? Yeah, it's me. Avengers for <laughs> the drinks be flowing. By the time, why, we, why are you talking? Yeah, we get to issue four. <laughs> we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> Avengers Forever issue four: The Return of the Goddesses of Thunder. Atli, Elisiv, and Frigg are the granddaughters of Old King Thor. Last seen during the end of Jason Aaron's landmark Thor run. Now the goddesses of thunder are back, sailing the wild cosmic seas, chasing the thunder that echoes across universes and hunting for fallen hammers. I kind of like that aspect of it, right? Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Like the, the one of the focal points is the hammer yeah. in every universe. Because even if the world gets destroyed, the hammer is still there. Like, you can't destroy that unless you're Hela in the MCU. Right. But she didn't, so... She didn't technically. Shout out to Jane Foster who put it back together. Maybe we haven't seen the movie. Yeah, she just like spit glue it back together. Or what? <laughs> Super clear. I'm kind of. She put it together with love, man. When are they going for MC? <laughs> <laughs> so this issue, uh, it starts to lose me. Now I, I have kept up with this all the way. To, I'm I'm up to date with this, so I'm still invested in it because I, I read all the the pre reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could imagine when I got to this and was rereading it to, for the show, I was like, damn, this is like completely, it just, it's sort of jarring that it goes back to just this main focus of these, the three God uh, granddaughters. Yeah. And it even tells you like, if you want to know what's going on, you have to read King Thor one through four, which is like, what? <laughs> now I have to read fucking four more issues to understand what's going on. And hopefully some of the stuff I explained earlier uh, helps with that. But, okay, so the the hammer that's there is the, there was an old man, King Thor, in the King Thor book. These are his granddaughters. When he died, his hammer was there. You probably got a lot of that from what they say. And they don't want to pick it up because they're like, I don't want to be worthy yet. We're not worthy, whatever. One of them doesn't want to be. The other one doesn't think she is. And the other one, whatever. It looks like Thunderstrike. Yeah. I've, but yeah, most of that made some sense to me. Yeah, I'm sure the Wolverine arm was like a WTF moment. Well, I kind of got some of that too. But what I was confused by is like this was kind of a preface to what we saw earlier. Like that is the hammer that they were using on their boat, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is what before they were in that cosmic storm. Right. This is what happened. Before. So I got that. We get to the point where there's like a meteor shower, yeah. and I'm like, "Is this now or then? Where are we?" Yeah. Yeah. They don't give you a lot of context on where this random issue throws throws in. Also, the art is is a different artist in this book, which was so disappointing because I love that Kudor art, man. Yeah. I love that cooter art. It needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> I love that cooter art. I bet the pages smell really good too. Also, <laughs> oh god. So the yeah. So the the this was the Phoenix Wolverine when they all had the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. So you 
Yeah, so you know a little bit about that. In the in the very end of time, there's essentially just King Thor and his granddaughters, and then the Phoenix Force is always around. Uh-huh. She ends up making Wolverine her, her host because Wolverine also fucking is going to live forever. So she's like, you have a relationship with the Phoenix. You know, you're always trying to bone Jean Grey. Obviously, let's just cut out the middleman, which is Jean Grey. <laughs> let's form together. And so it's this old man Phoenix is Logan. Uh, and they fight the, they team up to fight Dr. Doom, who is the Sorcerer Supreme in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he dies and old man, <laughs> old King Thor gets the Phoenix Force. And then he eventually dies and only the granddaughters are left. But I, apparently Wolverine's arms. Because you can't have a Marvel comic book without Venom. And fucking Wolverine. So now, for everyone listening, you understand why we read a lot of independent books because (laughs) they don't require. Even when I even when I pick what I would assume is the most unconnected book, it's a multi. It's marketed as a multiversal book, but it's so tied into what's going on in the six one six. Yeah, it seems. It seems that way. and I was even more confused. So I understood that it was a Phoenix Force Wolverine, but I thought it was part of that hole where all the X-Men had part of the Phoenix Force or whatever. No, yeah. Uh, nope, it's not, not it. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, And again, the art has changed, yeah. and it's just... The art is not bad. The art is actually really good, yeah, good. in these last two issues. Uh, but it's just not the same. You know, you get that feel for that first one. And or that first artist, and then it just completely changes after a few issues. That just, just sucks. That all I hate that every time. You just man. never forget your first cooter. No, man. When that cooter put <laughs> that first that first time they put that cooter on you, <laughs> and then they take it away from you, <laughs> and they can take it away so easily. They take it away, and they don't even give you a warning. They never call you back, and it's just like. They just leave you high and dry, and here we are. Yeah, you're just stuck with with them. an equally fine. <laughs> artist yeah equally fine it's, just, it's not the same yeah you never forget it's your first not the same man you never forget the first um we're talking about sex guys <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of our podcast listeners that have never had sex that's what we're what talking about it's equating to having an artist on one page and then having a different artist in a different yeah. page or book <laughs> that's the birds and the bees love happy father's love day. The breakdown yeah um <laughs> We go back. So once we've gotten through that, we, we kind of get... It was basically a flashback to the first part. You know, we're back at this, like, cosmic in-between universes with the granddaughter. I don't... So they they drop that in, so you're confused, right? So you don't know what's going Very on. Very confused. Yeah. And then they bring it back, so now we're like, oh, okay, that's what that meant two issues ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I hate that or like it. I'm, I'm, I don't know how else I would. I'm do indifferent. That. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how else. I would. I'm indifferent about it. It seems fine, and that's exactly how I felt. Like, ah, that seems fine. Yeah. Uh, we flash back to the losers with. I mean, there's some, some of the skulls here. Don't make a lot of sense. I mean, we see the same ones that we saw, but then there's like a. It looks like there could be a thing one back here. It looks like there could be a Spider-Man one back here. 
There's a lot. I just hate that Venom. There's two Venom. Even in this panel, there's two Venom skulls. Are there? Yeah, there's like the main one with his droopy arms. And then there's another one that's like more of a monster one behind him. Oh, yes. Yeah, because the regular black skull that we've been fighting is tied up. Yeah. He's just pink now. He's <laughs> just a yeah. pink boy. And so now we have two. We so and now we know there's a carnage as well. Um, and in we've never gotten a connection with Red Skull and Venom before, so I don't know why it's such a big deal in this book. There's like a Punisher version there. That one's kind of cool. Yeah, I, and I've always liked that. Seeing the different versions of different like I think that's a cool. It's neat. And I think that's what I meant early on when I said I like Elseworlds and I like What If. I just like different versions of characters yeah. um, that aren't, you know, because usually when you have, when you switch up a character, we know anytime you have a new version or anything, they're going to always go back to the classic. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have Black Suit Spider-Man, but you're always going to go back to Red and Blue. Right. You can have Electric Blue Superman, the greatest version of that character in history. <laughs> Should be the you're gonna original. Always go back. Yeah, you're going to always go back to those red underwear on the outside. You're always going to go back. And so these what-if stories tell these sort of complete tales um, that don't get retconned. I think the new 52 version of Superman where he doesn't have the red underwear was one of the weirdest. It looks weird. I agree. I agree. Superman should always have trunks. Yeah, I was. I thought you were going to say you liked it. I was going to say no, I didn't. Nope. Oof. Even Who he should you? have been wearing red underwear on those jeans when he lost all his powers too. Because I didn't. <laughs> or at least like really baggy jeans with his underwear like showing, <laughs> like they're kind of sagging. <laughs> it's red underwear. Like Jinkos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like great. that. That'd be a cool Superman. Superman for the people. There's so. Essentially, after all the trials and tribulations that uh, the All Rider went through, Robert Reyes went through, mm-hmm. he defeats all these guys pretty easily. Before that, though, I want to talk about uh, an appreciation I have. Early on, and so he, Tony Stark has the nowhere gun. In this, he's just blasting people like it's no big deal. Yeah. I appreciate Jason Aaron at the in the first issue. He just drops the nowhere head. It's one and done. You think Jason Aaron? So Jason Aaron's the writer. Oh, <clears throat> and so you think so? A, a super nerd would be like, well, how does he get the nowhere gun again? And issue. Four, if he just dropped it in issue one, but in issue one, he makes a subtle reference. And I, if I ever write a book, I'm going to be sure to have these subtle just points to be made. When they're walking off from the nowhere head, he says, oh, we'll come back for that later. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It could never pay off. But it does because now he has it. Right. And he doesn't have to reference how he got it because he just went back for it later. It's like, thank you for smoking. It's like, well, how do they smoke in an all-oxygen environment? <laughs> well, we'll just write something in the script. Exactly. It's a, For me, it's something that's stupid, and it may be something that only I notice, but I appreciate the foresight. Mm-hmm. Like, the nowhere gun's cool. 
Maybe we'll use that again. Maybe we won't. But let's just put that in there. Um, we do see the sisters. It all ties together. Now the sisters also also crash through some one of these multiversal portals. Um, and then they just like sort of talk shit before they help fight. Mm-hmm. Again, the art's good. Yeah. It's just not cooter. Not cooter good. And like you were talking about before I rudely interrupted, um, we get more symbiotes. What the fuck, man? So many symbiotes. I'm tired of it. There are other What's happening? I lost control. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, but the All Rider, he does his penance sermon, I guess, and he just fucking zaps them all back to where they came from. Mm-hmm. So what were you saying about Ghost Rider coming through? You were saying he comes through and he basically beats everybody. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> what was the point of all the shit that happened? Yeah. Why is everybody fighting when he could just walk up and blast everybody back to where they need to go? Well, he's essentially, I, I remember now, he he essentially can control all the symbiotes now. And so he makes the symbiotes pull the guys back into the... Oh, that's what it was. That makes more sense. Yeah. But also it's kind of lame that he can control all the symbiotes in the multiverse now? He's going to be the new big bad. <laughs> God, that's it's lame. like the Uru thing with Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can control some fucking hammer now. Um, but in all of this, Moon Knight and Vision are gone. Mm-hmm. So that's a a plot point we need to remember for a future reading. Another one of those things, like, we're just going to put it in there. We said it. Don't ask us where, you know, don't ask oh, us right what here. happened. What are you talking about? Yeah, it does happen very soon. But, um... Well, I mean, they're right here in this battle. No, I'm talking about below, though. At some point, I'm past that. Below, oh. after the, after Ghost Rider blast him away... Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, Tony Stark is asking where they are. I got you. We also learned that uh, the War Machines actually aren't really that bad. They were just only bad because they were being controlled by Red Skull. They put Red Skull in the middle of a fucking desert, and he has to constantly... He has a forever penance, which is another <laughs> another cool thing, I guess. He's also going to have terrifying. a forever sunburn because he's mostly naked. Yeah. And chapped ass because uh, being out there... Oof. Sand. Gets everywhere. Sand. It's in the cracks. Hell Chargers covered in blood. Cool. This is the line you were talking about earlier, where Simon Williams, a.k.a. Wonder Man, is uh, trying to pray. I guess he just killed too many people in this instance. And Thor's granddaughters are gods, so he tries to pray to them, and they're like, sure, I guess. It's kind of fucking weird. (laughs) I guess, man. And he prays that he never has to kill anybody again, which is kind of sad. Just drenched in blood. And then he uh, walks off, and they're like, sure, you're good to go, man. Say 20 Hail Marys and call us in the morning. And do you think that's going to have a payoff, man? I'm sure. Payoff, man? I don't know. Is that a new? Payoff, man versus Wonder Man, issue number seven. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So we're back at the, the archaeologist Tony Stark headquarters, and he has a newly minted gross decaying wolverine arm <laughs> that's in a constant state of being on fire 
And the girls now have two hammers to fly into the cosmos with. Shit, have I been on mute this long? <laughs> for a while, that's why I was like, I was stumbling for what I was saying man. for a second. <laughs> I don't even remember clicking the button. Oh, man. Uh, damn, you've been talking this long. I was trying. <laughs> that's why anytime you hear me like, uh. <laughs> damn, sorry guys. Yeah, so I've been on mute. All my clever jokes you missed. Um, well, I'm just going to go back into it. Uh, the last thing I remember. And... I asked you, payoff man was the last thing oh, that yeah. you commented on. I must on. have hit the button on accident. Oh, I bet I hit the space yeah. bar. Yeah, I so I said ever. the payoff man joke was there. And yeah. then I was like, so then they go back to the Iron Man. Or they go back to the Iron or the Invincible. Fuck. <laughs> they go back into the Invincible Ant-Man. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. hard for me to keep track of the fucking name at this point. They go back to Tony's archaeologist sanctum. I don't know what he's calling it. They have this newly minted, gross Wolverine arm that's in a constant state of being on fire, right. which yeah, yeah. just has to smell bad. Um, <laughs> and then the granddaughters take like the hammer, and <laughs> the granddaughters take the other hammer and go off in the cosmos. We don't have any idea what they're going to do. One thing I kind of like about this Wolverine is that his claws are kind of short. I yeah. wish Wolverine always had short claws. You don't need long claws. But I wonder if they're like he just he got chopped off when they were like mid. Well, sneak. Yeah, sneaked. I wonder. Uh, also, so they mentioned that they're going. They're trying to find all the pieces of the Wolverine, essentially, right? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's a cooler story to me than <laughs> what's going on. Mostly, they all have to like, sign his penis. <laughs> yeah, for real. we're on Earth, <laughs> World <laughs> Earth sixty nine. We have this Wolverine penis that's on fire. <laughs> It's like a John Wayne Bobbitt scenario. It's like, (laughs) what's the lady that found his penis said, I just thought it was a mushroom. (laughs) So, but I do think it's kind of like the journey of them because it's just a forearm. Like it's not his whole arm. And in my Mm. mind, I'm like, God, this is a video game that would never end. Like every, (laughs) every little piece. And you know the head, you know the head is going to be the last piece. Yeah, but it's like cut in half to make two movies. Or it's like the the top, his jaw is missing, so he can't talk. Yeah. <sighs> so they leave, but they leave a little bit of hope. They finally have a flower in the sea of desert. Yeah, New Mexico land. Mexico land. <laughs> right, and like you said, I this uh, infinity thing is really cool, especially in this panel. Oh yeah, he looks great. Very rainbowish, but that's when he says, you know, it's the time for rebuilding. Yeah, and Tony Stark at this point is like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking leave, man. I'm good. We're good. We have one flower. Infinity things here. Honestly, what do you guys need me here for? Mm-hmm. And so he gets in the back seat. He's gonna go riding around, and they ride off into the cosmos. Which to me is like, you know, really? Yeah. They're assembling the multiversal Avengers. This is a, Every Avengers story is about assembling the Avengers. It would be better if it wasn't him. Yeah. It'd be cool if it was Scott Lang. 
Or if it was like Scott Lang's son. It'd be cool if it was Tim Lang. Simon. I'm saying like yeah. not that character. Yeah. He's pretty useless. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I agree. But we are at the center of infinity. We actually see a more detailed vision <laughs> and Moon Knight yeah. with everybody's favorite. The beautiful. I mean, she's more than just beauty, but the beautiful Captain Carter. Um, and we get to see like a a cooler, any version of Hawkeye is cooler than the normal <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> we get to see a cooler Hawkeye. Uh, because he's like more Robin Hood-esque and then a Black Widow, your favorite, Tony Stark. I don't know if it's Tony Stark. It could be. That, that, that's, a, that's a war machine there. Yeah, it could be Natasha in there. Just because the Iron Man suit's a male body doesn't mean like... I've always appreciated that it could, it didn't have to be like yeah. breast. It like, didn't have to form into like, the person's body. Though I have read that the reason that is because otherwise you'd be like boob armor... Is more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I've always read it. I've done a lot of research on this. Yeah. On all those sites, they talk about the comfortability of your breasts. sites. (laughs) Yeah, that is War Machine's armor because it has the Gatling gun. Yeah. So I'm interested. And this looks like the tower behind them. Maybe she's uh, Avenger Prime. That'd be cool. That's a little more uh, liberal agenda pushing. I like that. (laughs) Uh, it's kind of odd that she looks like among all, and I know it has to do with the artwork itself, but mm-hmm. among everything, like she just looks like Haley Atwell. <laughs> it just looks like the yeah, on screen. And, and, and like the what if animated series, mm-hmm. like that's a, that's on purpose. We know it is. We know it's to tie all this shit together. Right. Marvel, Mickey Mouse, <laughs> Bastard. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh God, we're gonna get sued for this episode. Yeah. All right, you guys thought it was over. It's not. We got issue number five, and I'm gonna tell you right now, issue number five was where I was like, mm, "Am I gonna read this?" Yeah. Am I gonna read this? <laughs> yeah, it's very, very much. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Avengers Forever issue number five, also known as the issue we didn't need. (laughs) The doom of all dooms. All we know about the leader of the new multiversal masters of evil is that he calls himself Doom Supreme and that universe after universe keeps crumbling before him. You can get those. But in a multiverse filled. Doom Supreme. (laughs) Sorry. I got that the other day. My stomach's been hurting all day. But in a multiverse filled with the world-conquering versions of Victor Von Doom, what makes this one Doom above all? Ooh, I like that. This is a this falls into we we've, we've anytime we read like a um on long ongoing book, we fall into this trap where they shoehorn in an issue that doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing with Radiant Black. They threw in that radiant red issue right yeah where we just like ah didn't did i need to read that like it didn't really matter um this is that was it cool yeah it was a lot of doom stuff doom. it was all doom talking in doom it was a bunch of doom narration yeah like a lot look at my face. the word bubbles is like infinite look at my face <laughs> 
I'm the. I did like the Man Thing Avengers. I like Man Thing. I like Man Thing. I don't know if I like the Man Thing Avenger. Again, it just doesn't make sense. It's like. So they do this with the Batman, right? There's this bad avatar. Always will be a bad avatar. <clears throat> and so they do. So you're saying it doesn't make sense to, for it to be like Man Thing Doctor Strange. Right. Man Thing Iron Fist. Right. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I Is get that what you're Nova? Who's this other one? Uh, Starbrand. So Starbrand. So these characters sort of make sense because Phoenix is a celestial being that it's not necessarily like Jean Grey. Right. And same thing with Starbrand. Starbrand is one of those celestial forces that take a host. Yeah. Sorcerer Supreme, sort of same thing. There's always going to be a Sorcerer Supreme, and Iron Fist. It's always the the spirit of Kunlun. Yeah, I don't. So these characters sort of make sense. I don't mind. Do he need a cape? Hmm. Didn't need a cape. Didn't need the Doctor Strange cape. Doesn't need a cape. Okay. It makes more sense. I do agree with what you're saying, but it does make more sense than it being like Man Thing, Captain America. With that excellent Man yeah, Thing. With that explanation, I I I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. But I I didn't even think about it until I was on the same page as you until I. It, Broke it down for myself. Yeah, I agree. If there was a man thing, Captain America, I would have been out immediately. Yeah, I mean it would be kind. And of this cool, is your but... first. <laughs> this is your first view of uh, the multiverse, the full roster of the multiversal mat, multiversal masters of evil. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen it. You've only seen Black Skull. My favorite member of this team is Kid Thanos because he's like still Thanos. But he's a little he's kid. A kid. <laughs> makes, it, it makes it cool, man. It makes it cool. Who's this Wolverine one? I hate that Wolverine. He has like adamantium shards through his eyes and like the rest of his body. Oh, I see now that those are spikes. Yeah. That's Kid Thanos is the coolest. I mean, the... uh, Ghost Rider, Ghost Goblin's cool. Ghost Goblin's kind of cool. What is the, uh, what's the lady with the mask? What is that? So I believe she is, um, like, there's a character in the X-Men universe called destiny. Destiny. Um, destiny. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to look this up. Let's talk about other things that we liked in this issue. Where I looked this character up because I always get I really sad when they I'm just kill right. off characters. And then there's like weird things with this kid, kid Thanos. It's like disemboweling these man things. It's kind of sad. I know that yeah. they're like vegetation, but it's, <laughs> I don't like all that. <clears throat> yeah, it's gross. But you know, all this talk of, Things that exist, like Starbrand, Phoenix, Sorcerer Supreme. Why? Oh, why is there a Doom man thing? That's true. So is Doom a celestial being? It's not. But I mean, is he that important that in every instance he has? I love Doctor Doom. I'm going to say this. So this issue should be right up my alley. I, I this is overkill, Doctor Doom. Though I also like Doctor Doom. Okay, I don't have a problem. This this book is overkill, Doctor Doom. Though we also get King Killmonger. Uh, you didn't see. I don't know if we talked about him. Yeah, I, 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 but yeah, King Kill. It's Killmonger if he took the Destroyer armor from Asgard and made it his own. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't like how his armor... I don't like how Dr. Doom's armor is, like, brown. It's, like, the flesh of all the other doctors. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah, there was a lot of things that didn't make any fucking sense. Um, yeah. 
And then he like puts a nail in his head. What is this? To make him look at his face. What is going on? I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. And this is not good comic book review tactics or practice. I skimmed through a lot of this because I just, man, I just, I hate exposition a lot. Like, I just hate it. Right. Like, narration, like, villain telling their plans. That's all this is. Yeah. Well, kind of. It's essentially the... It's not even like he's really telling a plan. He's just talking. Yeah, it's essentially the plot of the one where he's killing all these other Dr. Dooms, (laughs) and he's either going to make the... You're either going to be, like, with me, or you're going to die. Right. Yeah, he even makes Man-Thing, once he's stared at his face, he makes him cut his own tongue off. He's vegetation. Yeah, he doesn't have a tongue. He's a plant thing. He has that weird penis flap in his his face. But apparently that's what he does. Like uh, The Doom thing is like, oh, I'm Dr. Doom too. I know. I'm going to beat the shit out of all these LMDs or, you know, uh, these robot Dooms, these Doom bots, if you will, (laughs) that you have. I know this. It's easy. And then he kills one of them and he's like, wait a second. This, that's blood that's not a doom bot these are just other dooms that you've it's squishy yeah that you made docile i i don't understand that though because why would you kill yourself like that like he goes to one where they're just on meat hooks they're dead they're dead yeah they're not i mean what else would they be and it's all because of his wife i don't know man um yeah i was gonna ask you i was like i got through it and i was like i'm just gonna Talk to Simon about it. Maybe he read it. <laughs> I did read it, but also didn't really care. It was like the Green Lantern Corps, kind of. And then, because there's a fucking planet. There's like the planet Doom. At the end, yeah. Well, that's the one. That's the one narrating the whole thing. Because he says, I am Doom, the living planet. Yeah. I don't know. Folks, I apologize. This is an issue that um, if you're reading it ongoing, it should have some payoff eventually. Uh, but if you're just reading volume one, you can skip it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Were there any key takeaways that you noticed from this book besides it being like the master of evil doom is the ultimate doom? It's essentially what they wanted to establish. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Of course it's Art looks good. Of course it is. Why would we use someone like hell? Fucking Tony Stark would have been cool as an ultimate evil. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not expecting Yeah, even that. if it would have been Tony What if it was like Tony Stark Doom? Would you be mad about that? If like he lifted off his mask and he was like, Oh, I'm Tony Stark, and they were like, Oh, that's why that's why we're bowing to you because we know how smart you are. That would still be lame. I would be more interested <laughs> if it were or I mean they've done it before with Reed Richards. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe Johnny Storm, <laughs> Ben Graham, and it's like Ben Graham. I think they've done that before. I don't know. I wasn't into it. Oh, but yeah, I did. like this. The the ultimate Doom isn't any uncharacteristically different than any other Doom. <laughs> it's just like yeah. smarter than everybody else. It's just Doctor Doom. Could have been interesting. Brown if it was like Charles Xavier. Because yeah. he can control people. It would have been cool if it was, I don't know, if it was Steve Rogers or something weird like that. Like, make it real weird. 
Steve Rogers would have been cool. Make it real weird, man. Make it fucking Peter Parker. That. Now that would actually be really <laughs> cool. They could have done like, the opposite of what they did with the Spider-Verse. So with Peter Parker, he had the cosmic powers and he was like the hub. Yeah. Could have been that, but like the opposite. Yeah. That would have been neat. Because be he's cool. supposed to be the symbol of like all good. Yeah, that'd be cool. Damn. Consultants. Hire us, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hire us, though. Oh, man. Uh, All right, let's talk about it. Well, one thing I, I was going to bring up. So uh, we get the Invincible Ant-Man, right? And they have, yeah. at the end of the series, they have a breakdown of all the characters that are on the cover of number one. And Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they have a gray classic Iron Man. And guess who it is? It's fucking Hank Pym. <laughs> so it's, Whoa, I didn't notice that. Where is it at? Um, it's right after the end of the Doom series, but... Oh, no, I see that. Uh, Ant-Man, Tony Stark. I'm looking for what you're talking about. But it's wholly unoriginal that they just made him switch spots. <laughs> they just swiped him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like a big Iron Man 16. Yeah, yeah, I see it now. Hank Pym. That's silly. Best helmet, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that helmet a lot. Man. I'm more of a modular armor helmet that's my favorite too well, it's a, that is unequivocally the best but i'm saying that my favorite yeah yeah yeah. well i'm saying my favorite is the modular armor suit whatever man let's talk about the art man well first of all let me tell you, what'd you think overall because you were excited when i when you first saw it it seemed interesting piqued your interest as you read it it dwindled maybe Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When I first picked it up, because I thought it was going to be something that I could just pick up and read and it would be its own thing. But as I read through, I'm like, wait, oh, I have to know who, okay, who the fuck are these people? Who are those people? What does this have to do with the overarching? Like, this should, honestly, I don't feel like this should be connected to anything. It should be. Yeah, Yeah. It would be better. I think it's a crutch that it's connected to everything. And so a lot of times I will. We talked about this earlier, maybe in the beginning of the episode. I will read things, like I'll read the first issue of something. And I'm like, oh, this will be good. I'll re- I'll finish reading it with Simon. Right. Avengers Forever is something that I think because I was reading all these other books that I just have I've continued to read. And you know, once you get so far, I think we're on issue seven or eight now. Once you get so far, you kind of forget the the details of those first couple of issues that came out. I mean, this came out last year. Yeah. And you kind of forget those details. And so I was like, oh, this is a completely original story. Simon's going to love this. It has all these, you know, new characters that no ties to the, the main 616. You don't need any back reading. Just forgetting, just because I've read all of these things, you know, and I didn't put it together. But rereading it, I was like, oh, wow. Every issue is like, you got to read Avengers 750 through 780. You got to read King Thor 1 through 4. It's just like every issue has free reading to it. Um, and so I totally, I could totally agree with that. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot, man. Yeah. Art wise, where you at? I'm fine with it. Uh, I, I liked the, I liked Cooters as yeah. we said, but I, uh, and I don't, sorry for this other artist. We did not put the effort into, we didn't, we did looking up, but I thought those were fault. good too, but it was a little Cooters art was very much, um, it was like a whole, a whole new thing. 
like we had talked about yeah. before, we 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 like these artists that kind of break the mold, uh, run mm-hmm. against the grain. And the secondary artists, well, good. There, we have, well, I don't have a lot of complaints about um, the actual art itself. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like. I, I just didn't. I didn't feel it as much as I. As the other one, so yeah, you and I both have uh, you probably more than I, but we have a very we like the unique stuff. We like the thing that that like you said a second ago breaks the mold. Uh, the second artist on this book had a very traditional, safe, cartoony comic book art style, very safe in my opinion, and that's not a it's not a slight to the artist. I'm not saying right. that it's good, and um, but there it doesn't have that like oh. Uh, it doesn't have that certain je ne sais quoi that I don't know what that means, but it has that certain thing that pulls you in. You know what I mean? Right. Um, the cooter always pulls you in. <laughs> it'll get you. It snags you. It'll, and get it'll you never there. let go. It'll it'll there. It'll get you there. And so yeah, I, I definitely. And I don't know what it is about his art style. It does have what you're talking about that uh, rusty and big boy art style. Also a little bit of Frank quietly. Mm-hmm. And not as like gross. Like Frank quietly has this. I love his style, but yeah. he has like this, this body dysmorphia style where some of his characters are really skinny and moldy. This didn't. It had more of like a Frank quietly mixed with traditional comic book art. Um, so I think that's why I like it so much. But I'm I'm a big fan of the art. I do not like changing the art in the middle of a volume. Yeah. Uh, I think if you're gonna do if you're gonna switch artists, I know. It's a job, and I know it's taxing if you're doing multiple projects and things like that. I, I just think that uh, it hurts it if you're going to change in volume. So if you know one through five is going to be the volume, then you should contract that artist for one through five. Pay them accordingly, uh, schedule it accordingly, do all the proper things, and make that happen. I think it hurts <laughs> it to switch mid Yeah, Jeff Darrow is the guy we were looking for earlier that mm. was the name we were looking for yeah um great stuff yeah i agree you know it's just nothing wrong with the secondary artist nothing at all no it's not really and it's sort of drawing their art styles are drawing mm-hmm. for me what's well, great this thing i feel like we haven't great something in a while. i you know this i was thinking about that today i was like did i pull out my sheet i never remember what i grade anything so Graded something in a while. I go over to our Discord. You can join our Discord. It has been, uh, we could talk about this very briefly after we graded, but our Discord has sort of flourished in these past couple of weeks into this weird thing, which I really like. Feet picks. <laughs> it's a lot of feet picks. Um, you want to go first? I, I always solicit you to go first, but I will go first. I'll go first. Okay. I guess. I guess. I guess. Honestly, man, in the end, wasn't like super happy with this book. I like the concept, yeah, but it falters pretty early, early for me. Uh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give it like a an H six. I mean, I'll ooh, it's I like pretty it. dark. Um, I'll still eat it. You know, if I was hungry enough. Yeah. I again, I like the concept, but you know, Tony Stark is the 
essentially one of the main characters. Uh, the fact that Robbie Reyes is in there is great, but what is their connection? Don't really know. Uh, and you know, in, on, in that same vein, is that he they put him in this book and they market him from issue one as like the ghostwriter that's traveling the multiverse saving the day, but they don't really, they only use him as the tool to get rid of the bad guys at the end. Yeah. He's like the Goku that comes in and beats the shit out of everybody, but the main story is everybody else struggling to figure out how to do it. Right, yeah. They don't really use him at all. He doesn't have any character growth in this entire book. Um, I'm going to give this one, and I'm continually, I'm reading it currently, um, but if I'm basing it off of this read, which I love rereading these books because it gives me a whole new perspective. Uh, I'm going to give it a F1. It's like, my interest is peaked because I do have the back reading, but it's also like not enough for me. Yeah. Because originally while I'm reading it monthly, I was like, this is the best book Marvel's pulling, putting out. But when I read it, uh, contained, I'm like, Ugh, it's not, it's not really enough. Mm-hmm. It's better as a as a monthly read, and I don't say that very often. Well, and again, like with issue five being the way it is, it almost seems like a different fucking series. Like they have a Doom only series, and they just decided to throw it in there because it's like, oh yeah, this kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's one of those we talk about it numerous times. It's one of those books they one of those issues they shoehorn into like get a lot of stuff out of the way to set up a new arc. Like we've got a lot of backstory to put in an issue. Yeah. That's all. That's all we got folks. We're circling the drain. Simon, where can the people find you? Uh, you can go to my website at uh, simontoyportraits.com. I used to have a shop on there. Now you can just request if you want a print of something, which none of you do. Oh, so nice. And how do you set up the, uh, how do you set up the payments? Uh, you took like a, or Cash App or Venmo or something? Yeah, probably something like that. PayPal, whatever. Um, none of you do it, so you don't have to worry about it. But <laughs> if you wanted to, it's there. The old guilt yeah, trip tax. There's a gallery there. Also do graphic design. So anyway, um, you can also find me on Instagram at Sime, S-I-M-E, underscore on, underscore toast. And uh, that's pretty much it. That I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, and you can find all the rest of our stuff at wednesdaypool.com. Uh, I'm really excited about some of the articles that are in the drafts right now. Also, Wednesday Pool everywhere else. On Twitter, I'm usually talking a bunch of nonsense. It's it's usually a good time over there. So follow us there. Yeah, Let fine. us know what you think. I'm also, Twitter's I fine. think I'm Simon Toast on Twitter as well. Yeah, Simon's, Simon's getting into it. I'm, I'm, I do appreciate every time I see Simon on there. I'm like, yeah, this is this is how we do it, man. No, 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 no. I appreciate Twitter for, but I don't like how fucking incendiary everything is on Twitter. I see. I like that. Well, <laughs> so, but I love that it's just you know a picture and a hundred and eighty characters or whatever, whatever it is. Like yeah. I mm, kind of like that because. It's essentially microblogging is what I tell people. Yeah. It's like if you were running a blog except you're just doing micro entries into it. And that's how I've, I've always run mine. Um, and it's written with trolls. A lot of people are just like gross, nasty, toxic. 
uh, I would like to say that I'm on the light side of the trolls. If it was like a Jedi Sith type thing, <laughs> I'm on the light side of the trolls. I do like to troll a lot, and it's funny, and it's very innocent. And I do feel heartbroken when someone gets the opposite of like what I'm trying to do. Right. We talked about it earlier. When someone gets offended by something I say, which I'm never trying to be offensive on there. Um, I'll give you one example. To, today, I've been talking about that Miles Thor book online. And um, Screen Rant had posted like Marvel just released the best version of Miles Morales and the best version of Thor they've ever had. Um, even though this book has just been getting destroyed by everybody. And then I retweeted it and I said, and I don't know if you remember when the Miles Morales game came out, there was this reviewer that was like, I just love when he flips head first from building to building. Oh. He has the exaggerated swagger of a black team. Yeah. It was like the cringiest thing that I could say. And so I said, you know, what if issue number four has all of the exaggerated swagger of a black t- teen? And it was like a joke making fun of that. And someone was like, huh, you know, nothing about the character. You, if you knew miles, he doesn't even walk around with swagger. And I was like, it was a, it was a joke, man. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's like to for some people, you. you have to look up the article so that they get it. Yeah, yeah I was like, I, I'm sorry. You just now got onto the internet. <laughs> what was the other thing? Oh, the hawk, the Hawkman and Hawk. <laughs> oh, people are getting mad about that. I didn't mean that. For, I didn't mean for that to be a mean thing. I thought it was funny. There was a, <laughs> for reference, there was a uh, Total Film or whatever magazine put out a Thor: Love and Thunder. Thor with his goofy helmet and then Jane with her helmet on. Great photo. I think it looks great. Poster. And I put, uh, you know, an Ant-Man, Wasp, Quantumania joke. I put Hawkman, Hawkwoman, Birdomania, which sounds so stupid. (laughs) Like it sounds, in my opinion, it sounds so stupid that you had to know it was a joke. Uh, Even just 30 minutes ago, someone retweeted like, uh, someone said, oh man. (laughs) <laughs> they were like, oh man, Black Adam is going to change the game. Oh, Black Adam is going to be crazy. And I was like, that was a joke, man. I, I I, thought that you would look at it and like, no. Yeah. And some people were just like, no, this movie's going to suck. Hawkman's going to be gross. He's black. That's oh, going to suck. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's not even Hawkman. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my it's God. Not, it's not even Hawkman. It's fucking Thor. It was a joke. And some people are like, I don't know if this, I don't know if you're trolling or not, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, that, one, that one is the one. I, I, like, I, I don't know I, if you're making a joke. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you, and maybe you should put that in your Twitter bio and say, yeah. if you think I'm making a joke, I am. I am. <laughs> I am. It's all a joke. Everything I say is a joke. Nothing is serious. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, and that's when people do get offended. I'm just like, hey, man, just, take a breath and scroll you'll see like oh this guy's an idiot <laughs> well that was the thing like with obi-wan you know i tweeted like a poll <laughs> yeah the poll was great because i was like if you watch the latest episode spoiler alert you're a week late anyway um the latest episode they were like everybody hold steady and they open the doors all these stormtroopers are pro- pouring in through a bottleneck and they're just shooting yeah. at them and they're all trying to be careful because Obi-Wan's got to do his lightsaber in the middle of them, right? 
Yes. Yeah, Fucking throw a grenade, dude. You just took out the entire <laughs> invading army. What are you doing? Yeah, just bowl and ball a grenade down, <laughs> straight down the yeah, lane. Yeah, but instead they waited until they were the last case scenario and a, and a character had to kill themselves. Stupid. Yeah. Super yeah. dumb. Birdomania, man. <laughs> oh, man. Birdomania. But I, yeah, some people are like, no, man, the lasers. I'm like, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you ever see, you, Simon's maybe a little bit more serious than I am online. If you see anything that I put on Twitter, it's usually a joke. Um, I think it's. I think my serious stuff is, is more obvious. Uh, and if not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I feel you're just gonna have to hashtag hashtag just, joke hashtag serious yeah, hashtag joke. That's I usually when someone gets mad, I usually just send that Michael Caine gif that I failed, I failed you. you. Yeah. One of my favorite gifts. My, I do always love that you really don't give them a time of day of a response. It's usually like a quick gif. Nah, it's usually <laughs> or a thanks gift, for yeah. stopping by. Those are both. <laughs> thanks, thanks for stopping by is my favorite one because it's like, hey man, if you're so mad, I appreciate the the engagement, but that's it. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah TikToks. Um, great. Yeah, I don't. And so I went to fuck this. We're circling drain guys. uh we love you. We'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to Simon about this off air. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next see you time. Guys.